0: We're
1: Reading Dirty
2: Books. Hey guys, welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Cela and
1: this is Kalina.
2: And we are a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels.
1: Welcome back. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> if you guys have been with us for a while, you might know this is our 50th episode. Woo-hoo! So So we have something special today. We are actually with two authors. I know at once. <laughs> It's amazing uh, We met these lovely ladies at Denver Pop Culture Con uh, Last year And they were gracious enough to join us for our 50th episode Yay. Please meet uh, Lisa Manifold and Corinna Flynn
0: Hello, thank you for having me Thanks
1: for having us, this is exciting yeah.
0: Applause Applaus. <gasps>
1: <laughs> Will you guys say your own names just so that they can kind of track voices for us?
3: Uh, this is Corinna O'Flynn, and I write paranormal romance and lots of other things.
0: I'm Lisa Manifold, and I write all the flavors of paranormal. Paranormal romance is my favorite, though.
2: Yay! Yay! So, That's the perfect place to be, then! Uh, <laughs> so good. We are so excited to have you guys on our show. Thank you so much for coming. We've already reviewed yes. two of your books, mm-hmm. and... <laughs> We laughed the (laughs) entire time. I laughed a
0: lot during the podcast. She's like, I will never have my character eat again. (laughs) No, no. My
2: characters will not be on a date where only one eats. Yes. but then you'll have to come up with something else that we're like okay come on guy and then so that so that we can talk about it and have fun with it we yeah. had so much fun reading we those books and talking it. about them they were amazing
1: loved it so and we're back for two more of their books this episode and we'll be back for more after that yeah. it just Keep might sure. be a
2: midnight coven <laughs> podcast we're, we're, gonna transition.
3: we're gonna like forget everybody there's else. plenty of titles <laughs> to, to hold you up for quite yeah. a while
1: all right so we'll start this episode with our quickie um today i have one about book preferences guys so what what do you prefer physical books -books, ebooks audiobooks and why
0: i am an ebook reader i used to be a physical book reader and i would you know haul around books with me in the boxes that never got opened because (laughs) i never had enough bookcase space for them and then when Kindle first came out, when the Kindle Fire came out, I didn't like the Kindle as much as the Kindle Fire. No, um, oh, I'm I, the opposite. Did you really? Too much color. Oh, like no, I love the Kindle in. Fire. Um, <laughs> and I started reading on the Fire, and I was like, wow. And then you could put it on your phone, and you would have 300 books on your phone. So now my books are down to a very small two little bookcases. So it's mostly ebooks. books mm-hmm. Oh, um, paper book. I have, I think... have a lot of books.
3: I have a lot of (laughs) bookcases in my house and there's still boxes and boxes of books from moving and other things but it depends on what it's for like self-help books and stuff that I'm like workshoppy and trying to learn I'll buy the book for sure or if it's signed by an author I collect a lot of books that are signed by other authors. So I have like Four or five copies of Outlander that are signed, but some of them are collector's edition, oh. like with a fabulous cover. Or some of them yeah. are paperbacks that I just happen to have on me that I was there when she signed it and that kind of thing. But for the most part, I'm paper books.
0: I do collect the books. Like I have all the Harry Potters in the special edition box sets, you know, with the sleeves and everything. Yeah. And I have all the Outlanders in hard, hardback, hardback. But um, I do have the original mass market paperback of Outlander. So, that thing is dog nice. and it's got a it's got artwork in the front that she hates that Diana <laughs> I hates. I remember she said that. And yeah. I was like,
1: I love that. She said, No. He looks silly. Yeah. And I
3: have like I have a copy of the stand, like not a first edition, but it's the unabridged hardback. And mm-hmm. I have one of my favorite hardback books, hardcover books, is Pillars of the Earth, like the original, mm-hmm. the first edition. Has have you guys read Pillars of the Earth? It's not a paranormal or no. anything. No.
0: Um, it's a tome it's, yeah. a beautiful, like, it's one like of my favorite. it's Love really good it. it's a
3: beautiful story but it's really just it's, it's, it's just big it's not even hard to read it's very simply written but it takes it follows the building of a cathedral so as you go through the story you see the sketches of the cathedral and it's
2: just awesome mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. it's a pretty book so? well I personally like paper books over e-books if I had to choose between the two I would choose a paper book but I prefer for convenience audiobooks. Yes, we especially were for what that. we do. Yeah. yeah, so we've all got lives and mm-hmm. stuff. I've got five-year-old twins, and I've got a husband. And not to specialize myself or anything, everybody's busy. But for me, no, it's no, so you much... are the most. Listening. Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but um, uh, five-year-old twins kind of wins at that point. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Two and boys. So they're uh, yeah, they're they're in when intense. they go quiet, you go running. That's when you go. <laughs> like, Which one of you? it's that uh, it's the quiet one um. <laughs> But for the purpose of this, audiobooks is obviously Mm -hmm. the easier route for me. But there are books, like if it's uh, like Aaron Morgenstern's uh, The Starless Sea just came out and I bought that book. I'm like, there's no way I'm not going to have that physically in my hands. So I bought it. So I've got it. I'm not ever going to read it for the longest time because I just have (laughs) no time to sit and read. And I'm such a terrible reader. I can't. It's hard for me to. You guys know this is episode 50. You guys know who I am. (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) You know that. So Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, and I channel you for, like, research, for write, reading other stuff yeah. that I have to catch up on to see what's happening in the market. It's it's audio, and it's audio at, like, double speed.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize until you told me we could do that, and that has been a game changer because I'm just yes. starting to read, aud- listen to audio. You know,
3: it's funny how I discovered that. So I was at a conference, and I, we, we, it was a pre-conference event, and they drew a raffle, and I won lunch with one of the keynote speakers, who was this oh. wonderful author, who I'm not going to name, and... Um, I was like, oh, I got plenty of time to read all of his stuff and his stuff is right up my alley and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the days come before the thing and I'm like, can I curse? Yeah, like, absolutely. holy shitballs. Yeah. I haven't read any of his work. So uh-huh. I downloaded his latest and I listened to it like double speed. And I totally went to lunch and we had a fantastic time. And I totally confessed to him, like, okay, so I got to tell you. I, I don't know how to pronounce this word because they were saying it so fast and I couldn't figure it out. You know, and he was howling. But I was like, I just couldn't show without reading your stuff. But I mean, yeah, that's how I discovered that you could do it. Oh, it's, it has been a game <laughs> changer. So really the, and
0: I do that on, like, when I'm listening to uh, videos or podcasts for mm-hmm. educational stuff. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, how, can I speed that up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing the little that just what a difference that has made. You know, well,
3: I was telling Celeste uh, before we sat down. I was reading um, this fantastic
0: Reverse Harem series. Yeah, so um, I'm going to give that that one a shout out. That's okay. Sadie Moss's The Academy of Unpredictable Magic. Mm-hmm. It is not only a fantastic story; it's six books, but the sex is it's beautifully done but it's a really really good it's the book is wonderful but the audio
3: is exceptional right Mm. up our alley Mm -hmm. that shit's good all I'm gonna say (laughs) is chapter three I I have listened
2: to it more than once (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah what about you what do you prefer
1: well, again, it kind of depends. I started out absolutely only reading physical books. And when this transition kind of came and people were starting to do ebooks, I was like, no, those aren't <laughs> real books. <laughs> but I did inter- uh, interestingly jump to audiobooks really fast. I do a lot of data entry at work and it's not a complete brain operation. So it was easy for me to do audiobooks while I do that because those are two different sides of my brain or whatever. In my mind, it is. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's almost like listening to the TV while you're working. Exactly. It it kind of entertains that back piece that would maybe annoy me Mm -hmm. while I'm just doing numbers. So I jumped to that real fast. But lately, I have a hard time. Like, I still love my physical books and I love having the author signature and I, I have a ton of bookshelves just full. But when I actually go to read the book, I want it to be an ebook. So I end up owning them in all three formats. And
3: do you read? Is it you want to read it an ebook because it's convenient, or because you don't want to crack the spine? Like, what is the reason?
1: Um, it's the convenience. It like travels better. I can yes. have all of them on mm-hmm. hand. They can switch between right. my reader and my phone. You know, go back and forth depending what's on me. And then. You can get those page turns are fat like it's just physically. You can hold the book with your phone mm-hmm. and do one-handed. Yes. Like there's no yeah. more
0: two hands that you have to hold up in front of you. The, I
3: think the best thing about e-books is that I can be like, oh, is that really good? And I can like, I can click the button and it goes into outer space and then yep. the book comes onto my device. <laughs> yep. Yes like so right now instantly. that's what's I think the yeah. better thing mm-hmm. about all
1: of it it's really fast and I so I appreciate I appreciate all three formats but I do too right now I am finding it harder to sit down with the physical book I just want the yeah lick your finger <laughs> and turn the page up, up the I e-pad. am however well we... you read fast I do yes and we don't read yes. fast like, I you read too. Fast. the two of you guys are like
3: flipping through books like I was watching you read we were on the plane coming back and she's like flip 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 and I'm like this is crazy like...
2: Kalina finished three books while we were at Shameless yeah that's crazy <laughs> I finished one it was a novella yeah that's you and me. Like, yeah, like,
1: seriously? Yeah, <laughs> Vacations are times for me to just, like, burn through bugs. It's like Ted. It was you know. crazy. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could. <laughs> if I could I have one skill tomorrow, I'd want to be speed reader.
2: That and flying. That would be my. Flying.
3: <laughs> <We> <laughs> it flying happened. while speed reading. Uh, yes.
2: i <laughs> catching the audio downloads while...
0: Line. Oh, that would be awesome. nice. Multitasking. Yeah. Yes, so all this right. is pretty
2: freeform for us. I mean, we just mm-hmm. kind of uh, typically we just have a book that we just read and we just talk. You guys know. You guys have listened to your episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Lisa, you wrote Wicked Love, and Corinne, you wrote Wicked Truth. Mm-hmm. So this is the third,
1: third season of the season. Midnight Coven. Yes. books. Yep. And These they all came out witches. in October. Mm-hmm. They are about a cursed coven. Yes. What? It's Solan down in New, New, land. Land. New Orleans. New, Orleans. Yes. New Orleans. And so, at that event, a curse happens, and all the witches then go off in their individual stories and have to explore. Mm-hmm. A curse. We called it the curse bomb. Thea curse dropped yes. the curse bomb. You know, and nice. I'm curious.
3: Uh, you've read all of them,
1: all of, except the one that just came out this week. This week, I haven't. And then got you've that read one most done. of them. So I've no. read your two. That's it. Oh, and well, you read Patricia, Patricia Eades and. The other one who we met down there, Renee Basins. Renee Mason. I, 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 Renee I wrote. Renee wrote Mason. I read her. Renee oh, wait, so no, we we I had have this argument. Th- you didn't. Read I that. read the
2: vampire <laughs> one.
1: You were supposed to. You had
3: homework, and you totally <laughs> you didn't do it. So my question for you, though, having <laughs> read all of them, when we were when we were plotting them and mm-hmm. discussing them as the group. Mm-hmm we have all these witches that are present for this curse. Mm-hmm. Did you find it tedious to keep seeing that curse and all the no, stories?
1: No, I enjoyed it.
0: Oh, that's so good. cuz that, yeah. that was that no. was we did
3: none of us did it the same way,
0: but we but had it to was unresolved there. as to whether or not that was going to drive readers bananas or not. I think that's the
2: brilliant thing it ties it all together. That's I what loved I said. It. And it's, I was yeah. like, "Well,
3: I'm going to do it this way and you're going to mention the curse that way and you're going to do it like so it's not going to be this the, yeah, the same prologue or anything like, like that." It's like eight
1: lines. We're not, right. you know, it's not like a whole chapter repeat repeated over and over and over. Right. Well, and we all had it at different
0: places. I think your curse, like our, I know our We were all in different spots when happened it happened. Mm-hmm. at different points in the book because right. things were happening, for me, things were happening before right. she went to the book. And, and the
3: way that we did that, Kim Lorraine wrote, I wrote the curse. The curse mm-hmm. is my magnificence, oh, nice. I'll have you know. But she wrote the scene <laughs> in which it happened because is one of, of us did. characters. yes. Yeah. And we and so she posted that for all of us to start from. And so uh-huh. we used whatever she chose to do uh-huh. as, okay, so now we were also there. Okay. Yeah. And so that's how we had the continuity. I thought it was, we. I mean, it was really simple for us uh-huh. to kind of jump into that. I
1: actually have liked it more even than the first two seasons for that. I thought it gave for that reason. the whole season yes. a little bit more to hang on. Uh-huh. Okay, um, I could. I, I mean, I really still like the Vampire Brides and the Vampire Maids. But, but this is like true shared like, world, yes. right? Yeah, that okay. was just a little Did less. You...
0: I'm going to ask, did you pick up on what Patricia, Eddie, and I both had?
1: Uh, her angel who, yes. Yeah. Yay! The overlapping <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Because overlapping. I was trying to
0: do it very, and I know she did it also, she was trying to do
1: it very. She seen those
0: conversations. We were yeah. howling.
1: There was someone else had her character in it, too. I did. Oh, was... I mentioned, I mentioned, no, I, I mentioned the thing else. that was
3: missing from you the did? Yes. Yeah.
1: But somebody else ran past him in the street. And was really overwrought with herself for not helping. Yes, but I'd already knew because I read that book. I was like, Oh, he he gets help. He's fine. fine. (laughs) That's
2: and and that's what I I I haven't read them all, but that's what makes this whole collaboration Mm -hmm. so fucking brilliant. I loved the first two, the brides and the mm-hmm. maids. I think that was really good. But then you guys were like, hell, ah, let's have a. Tighten it. Right. Let's That's tighten in, for- almost share characters well, and, and stories. When
3: we do, so we have sh- the vampire brides and the vampire maids are shared world, but it's like my people live in Tahoe and areas live right. in Vegas. So in my v- immortal oath, I go to Vegas and I rumble with Ariel's people, yes. mm-hmm. you know. But that was like, hey, Ariel, you mind if I do that? Because I want to go here, and she's like, oh yeah, this is his name, this is who does mm-hmm. this, this is the badass. Mm-hmm. And so, but we didn't really collaborate more than that. And I think that that's what's different about the witch. But that's also yeah.
0: why you and I did that with Vampire Mates and Vampire Brides. Yeah, our because we both, both back like when you ago. see a little Absolutely. bit of overlap mm-hmm. yeah. you know that the characters know each other There's a well we
3: up. do that in, so we co-write the urban fantasy series the Omani and I write the woman and Lisa writes the man and in the plotting of that series we easter egg everything yeah. else we do and for no other reason just because it's fun for the readers
2: it's to find that stuff I love that kind of if shit if
0: you read my Jin Everlasting series which is a genie series that has nothing to do with the Omani there's an easter egg no. oh. and we yeah. have a diagram it has all these like well, yes. so Oh, so cool because we
3: wanted to make sure because it was like if we're gonna do it like go big or go home right mm-hmm. like, do we, so everything is mentioned somewhere somehow and yeah. it's just you know readers be like oh, is that connected oh yeah yes but there's for no sure. plot implications. <laughs> just, no. it was <laughs> just for you It's just for fun yeah I yeah I do I love
1: those things. It is I love seeing that in mm-hmm. books
3: so well I'm glad to hear yeah. that the curse wasn't overwhelming or tedious because we were mm-hmm. we were not sure mm-hmm. how that was gonna fly with yeah. the it was it was an open discussion it was, it was something... thirteen books and if you're gonna if you're a whale reader and you're reading them all mm-hmm. yeah. Like that's like in the short yeah. s- span short of time.
0: Span. Yeah, in a month. See, I like that. I like that as a reader seeing how different authors approach it. Right, but if
3: we have learned anything as authors, it's oh, like, God. you can't,
0: you can't base what
1: you're, you can't what I like do reader, what you like and think matter. that it's going to resonate right. with the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to please everyone anyway, but yeah. no. I thought no. it was very neat. I, I enjoyed it. And good. again, it, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a quick stanza or whatever of a curse and right. get, it reiterates for you and then in case you have forgotten, <laughs> what was the curse again? Well, there it is. Oh, there All it right. is again. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. I thought it was good. And was as the
2: reader, you've got that backup. It's almost kind of like, yeah, I know. I know what Curses about, and then you read it again, and you're like, Yeah, I understand, but that's not a bad thing. It's like you can now connect them together, right. and it's just there's it's just that it's main familiar. focal point. And then, like for someone who forgets books all the time me and you, you Karin, like, you and I, um, sisters. we need that almost kind of like to come back to and be like,
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I remember. That. I think there's something fun too about if you read <laughs> Thank the first you for the book. reminder. <laughs> And you know that there's a curse, and then you read the second book, you're like, oh, I know this. It's it's an extra piece of knowledge that you, as the reader, know mm-hmm. that the characters don't know. Yeah. And right. I, I personally
1: enjoy yes, that right. being
0: like in the know when the characters Absolutely.
3: don't know. And you can kind of see
1: the scene coming. And yes. You're like, oh, Well, and that's. Well, show that's up. Right. And that's where you're
3: like, oh, that guy's okay. We don't have to worry about him running by the light. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you, you read that one, but you might read them out of order, and you're like, oh, I didn't get that one yet. So right. I don't know. Yeah. So, but that's, I think,
2: fun. Or another character's getting ready to go to the bomb. We're like, don't go. You're going to lose your powers. <laughs> you're going to be too find out your fear and all of that yeah so yeah no i i think it's great i think it's brilliant so
0: i have to ask this because and again this is great because we get to pick your brains sure did you like what is your cat's name
1: oh mr burrows mr Mr. burrows and zelda Mr. burrows and zelda those are great like we did not
0: that's something that we did that was sort of new like that third character that yeah
3: everyone loves the animals
2: Oh, oh yeah. we Always. fucking love, especially if they're cats. <laughs> we love the cats. Oh, that's good, because he was like almost a dog. Dogs. I almost made it, because I'm a dog person, well, I'm not a cat person. We love dogs, too. The big dog. Oh, Jim. Jim. from um... Jim the demon dog.
1: Katie McAllister. yeah um,
2: you slay me you
1: slay me yeah, yeah. i'll
2: have to
3: check that out Jim we love is a big demon dog and yeah he's so animals cool are sage. fun they like, are i have i have a tiger in one in my one of my fantasy series it's nice. like he talks to one of the characters like telepathically everybody either loves or hates him I
2: like, love it when you have that just special connection with one other character that nobody else really has just like with Melissina and, and Zelda. Zelda. oh god I and love even Zelda. though they can hear Zelda like she, when she speaks people can hear it. they don't know that it's you coming gave from him a soul you (laughs) (laughs) she was so she was so so great um but and then like only i'm sorry i forgot your ivy ivy (laughs) (laughs) but only ivy can talk to mr burles i wish that was a real thing in real life i know i would talk to my cat isosceles all the time
3: you have a cat named isosceles Mm -hmm. Yes, so is, is he is he triangular?
2: He is not. He's big and round. <laughs> he's not that round. He's angular. <laughs> he's, he fits his he name. does sort of he's, have a triangle on his chest. He's pointy. Yeah. yeah. I That's just good. thought <laughs> Hercules I think that the
0: animals are fun or like or familiars or a, or like something that is not a human as a secondary character. Well, familiars no, are great.
3: They, I don't know which craft person who writes books about how to write books talked <laughs> about having like the passenger, the driver characters and the passenger characters, but you also have the heart characters. And I think that the, the animals are the easy way to make it. Oh, yeah. Like it's the, the heart yeah. of a
1: book. Yeah. Well, and I would, you know, we were going to bring it up, but we can bring it up now. The idea that Mr. Burroughs picked... Anton, mm-hmm. and like brought him into her life. Was like that's the sign. That's mm-hmm. what I need with right? my cat to run out and be like this guy. Yeah, that's so why I
2: think, had to make it a cat because yeah. I was like it wouldn't work if it was a dog. Yeah. I kind of freaked out. I was just like, oh no, his big cat can he eat little cat? Don't eat little cat. Oh, I, don't, no, yeah. no, little I, don't, I know. No, my mind escaped. I don't. I know. What are you reading? And I know. You, don't, you know what? You don't yeah, kill the animal. Yeah, my pen a-
3: name is Stephen King. I know, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: you don't kill the animal. No, no. animal. Never. You should never animal. Kill
3: harm. Animal. No. <laughs> I did love that. I thought that that was like, oh.
0: God. Yeah. I love it when you see big cat shifters or big dog, like the wolf shifters, and they call cats or dogs the domesticated animals little brother. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love little that. Dude. Yeah. yeah. I forget even what I did, but I know I did something like that. <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> it's several books ago, so it feels yeah. like like once you're done, you have to like we're on, on a schedule. On, yeah, you forget what you
3: read.
1: I forget what I write. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Can I read the back of that book where, where do you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it. Well, <laughs> that's we. I think we mentioned the title there. That's Wicked Truth that we're talking Mine, about. Mine, yeah, yeah, Wicked yeah. Truth
0: <laughs> with Anton and
1: ivy Yeah, it's your Wicked and Truth,
3: ivy. and
0: I was. Wicked love,
3: love. wicked love.
0: Gosh, can't even remember what.
2: Oh
3: my! Well, there's 13 of them, and they're all wicked something. There's so many of them.
2: Yeah, which is so obviously we read full novels before we talk about them. But there's something about reading short stories, or well, okay, okay. Here's a question. Here's a question for you guys. Oh, okay. okay. Well, Well, that was actually Mm -hmm. one of our questions. Was is there a difference between short stories and novella? Some people
3: will say yes, and I don't. Okay. Okay.
0: Reading it, if it is a full story, it is completely possible to do a full story arc and have all the you know have the wonderful meeting or the horrible meeting and all the bits in between and then the fabulous happily ever after. Since we're talking about romance, um, you do have to get things moving quicker. Like because we came from writing novels. Mm-hmm. No, see, I started at short. Oh, did you? I never, I, I never, I'm a I short never wrote. Story wrote I wrote from the like beginning. stop writing, Lisa. It's too long. Put the, put <laughs> it well, in.
3: and plotting a short story is completely different from plotting. novel and so that's the difference Mm -hmm. i think but but it has to be
0: and it has to be believable
3: like it doesn't
0: insta love yeah it does no it doesn't
3: (laughs) it's insta love it's not believable
0: i think i i think
3: i think that the thing that you need to do in any kind of a story so short stories are you know what one difference in short stories and novellas like short stories don't have to have a resolution the way that a novella does a novella Novella readers are wanting a short novel. Mm-hmm. Yes. That has, to, if it's a romantic novella, the romance, it has to have a happily ever after in the novella, which is why they almost always have the epilogues, because
0: we have to have time
3: elapse. Yes. Because, because if
0: you, if you have just at the end, you go to a chapter or whatever, and it's the end, it's a happy for now. Right. Yeah, but
3: that isn't satisfying, I think. No, That's I don't,
0: th- right. I don't, I personally prefer a happily ever after versus a happy for now. I'm grumpy. if there's <laughs> And I
3: think rhythmically, like writing or plotting a romance, I think... The happy ever after is the expectation, no matter what that looks like. I think a short story reader is a different person than a novella reader. A novella reader is a novel reader who's looking for something shorter.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Just quick and easy. Yeah. I think so, too. I When we first started talking about them, I think I was interchanging short story and novella yeah. a lot. And then it kind of dawned on me that they're not the same thing. They aren't
3: the same thing. But from a writing point of view, mm-hmm. for me, like, I, I can tell how long something's going to be based on my plot.
1: Because
3: mm-hmm. of the way that I beat it out. <laughs> well that's what she said um you put the beats in and i know how i the rhythm of how i beat it out right, right. um that this will be either short or long mm-hmm. but a short story doesn't necessarily have to have a resolution in it. and i think that's the definition of the mm-hmm. difference i don't think it's length because you could because length does not matter <laughs> in, in the this- short story in development because short stories can be really long
1: okay
3: there are short stories that are
0: longer than the stuff that we write as novellas. I think it's a marketing term.
1: Okay. okay. Well, then it doesn't well, I
2: think, too, right.
0: that people are enjoying reading shorter because you have the ebooks or the audio books and you can read it or listen to it in a lunch hour. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when you have a, a very finite amount of time,
1: you can get a certain amount of the book done. that's satisfying. Yeah. yeah. I agree entirely. I think most of the Midnight Coven books are about an hour for me on a new right. reader. And that's a perfect, like, I can just go home and like. Right, and it's actually satisfying reading. for yeah. people so who not, can't read fast. And right. you're not I sitting up uh-huh. late
0: going, oh, God, I can't put this down because <laughs> Well, and if you're doing podcasting
3: on reviewing, that's like homework. Like it's, yeah. it's a that's, lot.
2: That's the, I was going to say that's my main point is that, like, I'm falling in love with these novellas so much more because it's just so much easier for me. And you're getting all the way through them, yeah. yeah. And I'm getting all the way through them, and I'm actually picking it up, actually, and because sometimes I – Find myself in fear that I won't get to finish before we record, and then I forget about You're like, the. I curse fucking book. you not having an audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I think that the uh, the, the debate mm-hmm. is is it a novel or a novelette?
3: Like it's one oh, of those. Okay. I think because I, oh. you know, because I think in. Trad pub land like they have length is the descriptor. Okay, mm-hmm. it's gotten shorter though. You know, nobody has balked on our pen name stuff that releases novel. We call it a series of uh, novellas mm-hmm. or a series of short stories. To me, they're identical. Okay, like, there's no there's no difference. They both effectively have doctors. Well, have both leaflet all leaflet of
0: afters. those stories are supposed to be between eight and fifteen thousand. There's know. only a few that like are fifteen to thirty. Lisa ne- Manifold doesn't know how to write short. I blow <laughs> I blow those those limits all the time well, you I have a hard time going long
2: I was going to say well, your, your Lisa's mm. books are a little bit longer than your books Always. normally I have to stretch
3: yeah. to. if you want me to write something short I can't stretch it it's going to be a short it's going to be, gonna be if, we give, if, yeah. if somebody gives me a 15,000 word limit I'm going to be well I'm going to be safe because I'll plot it knowing mm-hmm. that you're
0: like 13 5 to 14 thousand like I have a couple of that. It like 18 and 25 but no when we have 15 that's where your head goes and for me I'm like okay I'm down to 16 Well, <laughs> and that's <it> more. <laughs> so, but that's also you're a pantser I'm a plotter by
3: nature I will plot for 15. Like, I can, I know how long it's going to be based on
0: how I plot it. So if mm-hmm. I only have 15 I don't to play have with, that I will do just by writing mojo. Like, I plot, but my plot is much more high level, and then I leave, like, I'm like, okay, I want to start here in the chapter, and I want to end here in the chapter. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, there's space in there for me to figure out if I want something different. To ha- That's what happens. I want something different to happen. Not I. <laughs> no.
2: I, That's to I, I so say That is real fascinating. I think those, and reading, reading it, I think you guys can sort of tell by the way you guys write it it's mine like, is tight and wham and science. bam oh, what are we trying to say there
4: <laughs> i'm joking what they're, are you trying to say there <laughs> no they're I'm both Lucy so
2: great no you're on a journey oh, shit, did i open up a fight now they're oh. fighting
0: no we <laughs> haven't <laughs> had a fight in, in our entire marriage and now you've done
2: it oh no no so and when now we first started ends.
0: writing together like we met each other and we got to know each other and we, and we were being friends and we should do this and then corinne goes
3: <sighs> i do not sniff
0: th- wait <laughs> That if you hear that, that's Lisa Manifold
3: and you can imagine the face, the glitter eye eyla- light, the, the glitter nose. eyeshadow flitters. And then Maybe like, she
0: didn't sniff but
3: she gave me the eyeball. Uh, I said, If you wanna write with me, I have a couple of rules. Oh. Oh yes. And we will be plotting and there's we will not be discussing
0: that. So okay. when we plot, we have a Google Doc and we're both mm-hmm. in the Google Doc. hmm and we go down through the Google Doc so that it is very clear and there's no loosey goosey. Well, you know
3: what? There's a little bit of loosey goosey in the stuff that we co-write because I, so the, if you haven't read those, it opens up with my character and I write the I write the woman who is Marigold and she's a witch and she turns into a werewolf shifter and she ends up meeting the fae warrior dude. It's scene. a lot of fun. I know that her chapter needs to start in the bar. So the note is, you must get her to the bar by the end of this chapter so that I can meet her. Okay. So that we do, the beginning and the end where we have to go. But all we have is like in our outline is like this has to be revealed in this chapter. This knowledge has to be given to the reader or to the character in this chapter. And so it's looser than my normal outlining. Which I really appreciate, thank you. But it's a little bit open because
2: I know Lisa needs to have some. Sure. I need I
0: need just a little bit of elbow room. And Corinne's like, we can just go right down the narrow hallway.
2: And I'm <laughs> totally fine. And I'm like, no. Yeah, you got to be flexible if you're gonna collaborate, well, right? It's tough
3: because, well, if you've got somebody who, like me, if I'm writing 15,000 words and I've, I've, I've beat it out the. <laughs> I'm Just gonna keep beam for the episode. Don't we're just gonna, beam shit we're out. We're gonna beat it out. <laughs> Not to say you're rubbing anything out, but we'll do that I later. know based on how I've done the outline, how long my chapters are, because I, for feel, I feel it like inst- instinctively, and if I'm writing with you and you write like a seven thousand word chapter and I'm writing two thousand word chapters, 7, word. you don't. But I'm just saying, like we have to have some kind of middle Sometime, ground there.
0: Well, no. Sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes in the urban fantasy stuff, it does get to thirty-five thousand. I try to stay thirty-five hundred. Thirty-five hundred. Sorry, God, Jesus, not thirty-five thousand. <laughs> No, but like 3,500, and I try to she stay. Lord of Kalina's the rings. eyes, I pulled out, out of her head. <laughs> that's like the whole Midnight Coming book right, right. there. Right. Um, I try to stay between 2,500 and 3,000 because I feel like that's where I can get the, the arc for the. Right. For the and that's chapter. fine in a full length work, but that's really long. For oh, a no, short but in work. a short work, 1,500 words. If I go over that I'm like, hmm, yeah. Does something need to like get cut or what? Well, it's going to look like, it's going to look like you have like a
3: slacker chapter and a, and a nice beefy chapter. I know you have to be careful. Yeah. I just
0: I just did that in one of in my Lisa one of my Lisa works. I was like, oh look, here's like a 1500-word chapter and a 3500-word chapter and I kept fiddling and it wasn't working. I was like, you know what? It's just going to have to be slacker and
3: Well, in a long work, the I think work that's course. okay. Like I do that <laughs> in full-length works. Yeah. But in short works you have to you have to modulate.
1: Oh yeah, cuz some chapters you get. They're longer. I some are. You know, in flow yeah. across, or that's the arc of that chapter, and then you move on. Right, up, and know. I don't worry about the no. full length work, but and in the short work, readers. I do. You
3: know. Well, in co-written work, we have to be balanced because, or a little bit more balanced, because if if every Marigold chapter is a thousand words and then every and every Eamon yeah. chapter is five, yeah. that's gonna feel like Corinne dialed it in. Yeah. You know? well, <laughs> or also, you're not gonna
0: feel enough of the character. Ever. Or Rival, be like, right. We know Eamon yeah, we really well. Can he shut the hell? up, yeah, right. please? <laughs> I know way more about this character. Right? That
3: dude, he's navel
0: gazing. <laughs> you know, he can knock it out of his own way sometimes. Poor dude. <laughs> we have one more book to write in the series. Yeah, okay. we have to make a we and What, we go what away series for the is that?
3: It's called the Omani, the A, it, it's uh, the Omani prophecy. Okay, and I'll give you a little tidbit secret. Yeah. So it's it's Omani A U M A H N E E. Oh, that's not how I went. And that it way, and that no, came no. from because we fantasized We fant we made it fantastical. We, didn't fantasize. It's, mm-hmm. we did not fantasize if we beat that one out. It was <laughs> my name is O Flynn, and she is manifold. So it's O Omani. Oh mm-hmm. yes. my God, that's <laughs> fucking brilliant! And it happened because we were up. We went oh away for the God. weekend, <laughs> and we were up at our house in the mountains, and we spent the weekend to just plot everything out and get started mm-hmm. and I'm like well we can do the Omani stuff later let's go get something to eat and she's like oh my god and I'm like I think I just named this series. that's <laughs> like so it was, it was meant to be the Omani sure you know because that's the name of our publishing company it's the oh. ones that we share it's O M A N well that was
0: I think that was the result of one too many mules that night yes. <laughs> she introduced me to the Moscow
3: mules that weekend
2: oh, no. and I've never been the same honey mules <laughs>
0: it is the shit <laughs> that's
2: amazing I'm trying to get Kalina to collaborate with me in writing a story and she's like I'm not feeling this I'm like you're no, gonna do it because you're <laughs> do I think we uh oh uh oh a fight
1: but <laughs> <laughs> But I think we were going to have a very similar dynamic. I think so, too. Google it's Docs. Okay. You do- can oh, do we it. We have one started. The sheets. Yeah. We have, we have one the, started. We, we Google The it. whole podcast is in Google Docs. Yeah. That's the only way for us to both it, share. It. We have to be on the phone. Like,
3: we have to be. I'm going to say that Corinne never needed to be on the phone <laughs> until she married Lisa Manifold. And now Lisa Manifold likes <laughs> to talk on the phone. And now, if I don't talk to Lisa Manifold on the phone, I'm like, um, is something wrong? Because I haven't talked to you. <laughs> we don't like to talk me. to each other on am, the phone. I am broken.
0: I am ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so her husband will come in and go who are you talking to she's like why do you
2: even ask i, I only speak to one person what
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it used to be really excruciating and now i'm like it's a habit it's like yeah. i have to
2: speak and now to you're like person. i have to do it i can't get any work done
3: i haven't spoken to lisa what's going on <laughs> i have no idea what's going on we
2: chat <laughs> Uh-huh. We chat the whole, all, the all
1: day,
3: oh, we're, we're, day. All we're also doing that. Oh, okay. oh no, we have
0: texting. We're in various messenger chats. Like, uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot a of texting. We're in Slack. We're in Slack for some projects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. bananas. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's why it's called
2: a marriage. Because yeah. it, it's, it's, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. malwedge Oh, yeah.
0: Love.
1: pretty <laughs> love. True love. <laughs> <laughs> We have a couple of other topics we thought we'd bring up from the books. Okay. So, yeah. Absolutely They're They're just not. I'm staring going in. I'm just like You're done? i ready for
2: What? You're done? I said absolutely not. No, no. one wants <laughs> What's like, going wait. on? What's <laughs> going on here? I can't edit. This is too short. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's a weird 50th we episode right, <laughs> right? Well, okay. and then they
2: walked out on us <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: my God, could you... I, I have you know that I could never ever in my entire life be that cruel
2: oh okay. okay. no. good <laughs> we would be incredibly sad <laughs> I can't imagine the
3: situation where I would have the balls to do something like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to kind of like tie a couple of things from both books together. I thought a, a topic that came up, especially out of um, Wicked Truth, was the arranged marriage, the family pressure for, you know, following a certain path in life. Keep your mouth open. Oh, keep oh going in and that's out. why I'm not um. sounding good, huh? Yeah, because okay. you're like, you're I'm like, moving like, around. Like, yeah. I yeah. they <laughs> look at four or at three people <laughs> and my book. You don't have to look at me. It's okay. Okay. It's Just use your eyeballs. <laughs> <Apparently> I can't. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast and you could have all seen what just what
3: Sayla just did with her eyes. That was quite
1: the eyebrow you had going on there. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, yeah. So. I don't, I don't I'm so sorry. You, you want step was, you to talk marriage. About the marriage. marriage. Yeah. So, like Ivy's first on board it seems to be what she's going to do. She has her, you know, family, the Winter witches. Of, this is the way things are. We arrange the marriages and and then even Anton is kind of feeling the pressure within his pack cuz he's supposed to step up and become the new alpha and then the story takes them in another direction. So, I just thought I'd say that. Yeah, I no, that's it I think, think that, I know the
2: plug. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> well i we thought it would be we we try to pull in certain subjects that are either outdated taboo or like stigmatized or something right, like that's that that's a throwback one yeah maybe. for sure and um well, Kalina brought it up I was like hey that's a really good thing because I like for me personally I wasn't in an arranged marriage but I have been engaged before my background is from Cambodia mm-hmm. and so I was 16 oh, when what? I met you, you Yeah, were oh, 16 on my when I you know was it a family like, kind of a thing it was sort of a family thing I definitely had a say in it but it, as a 16 year old who didn't know shit what kind of say do you about have about shit right, right. Um, I was like yeah this is great and and it was a guy that I was dating at the time but it wasn't until later when I was like oh this is bullshit (laughs) I don't want to do this
0: but
3: at 16 you wouldn't have Mm -hmm. really you don't go that deep right right
2: right exactly and we had a celebration we had a ceremony and was blessed and all of that stuff and you're like, thank God. And then, thank, yes, thank God. Because uh, that would not have been a really good relationship. But, uh, I mean, my husband and I have been married for 16. Well, we'll be married 16 years in February. Oh my God. So, like, that's okay, yeah. thank you. So, like, I that's would never huge. Have you. She's very young if you guys want not see her. She's we got young married looking. young.
0: <laughs> I, she's a child bride. Child bride. She didn't want to go to the 16
3: year
2: old arrangement. <laughs> she was 16 and a half and she chose
0: her
3: future. It was
2: actually just four years <laughs> later. And then I got married at 20. Um, you know, so, like, that was relatable. Right. So to have topics and situations that you guys write about that you either feel relatable to your readers is, I think, really important. So yeah. was there like a – was it just something that you
3: wanted to – No, it was deliberate. And But it, the arranged marriage taboo, old, like throwback, old-fashioned thing wasn't deliberate. It wasn't what I was thinking of. The thing I was thinking of was there's so much expectation on every single one of us as humans in our dynamic with our people and our families and – and I think that when, as you get older, as I get older, my give a fuck falls away, and it's people don't like that when you when you buck the trend and you get out of your box.
0: We talk mm-hmm. about this a lot. And Everybody's in a box in their family. Yeah, like we're every, all not even in, in your box. family.
3: Just in in the world. Like you have relationships in which you are you hold this function, and I think that when you decide, you know what? That's this isn't me. I don't like right. this anymore for whatever reason. Whether it's just I'm not I'm done, or this is abuse, or this is toxic, right? When you push back against that, it's really it's one of the hardest things you can do. And so, I when I craft my characters, I try to think about you know we talk about the holes in their hearts, like there's this outlining. Well, thing remind we talk us about.
0: about the story. We'll keep, we'll give you the we'll look. get back to that.
3: But um, I try to give them both similar issues. And come at it from different places. Where they can help to heal each other. Right. So they can meet and they can understand each other. Like you can imagine that they're having these deeper conversations. But it also resonates in the story because they both have to do the same kind of thing and it brings them together. So it wasn't necessarily arranged marriage. It was pushing back against expectations Mm -hmm. in the
0: family. Okay. So we talked about this plot because we, you know, we'll bounce plot ideas off Mm -hmm. each other. And I love the idea of in a paranormal Situation. There's a lot of people like in the U.S. because most of them tend to be set in the U.S. or, but how many of PLS people are paranormal and would they have a smaller gene pool? Would they have a smaller dating pool? Right. Would they have a small... Like, that's how I was looking at it. I know you were looking at it in a moment. No, I didn't think of that at all. But I <laughs> love the idea that in a paranormal world, it might you might not be able to choose your own mate because if you have people that are, you know, your parents or the elders of your coven or whatever, and they are concerned about the survival of your species. right?
3: Oh, yeah. See, so well, that's
0: where I... that I, I love that idea. I think that is built-in conflict mm-hmm. anytime you're a paranormal because... We got something coming up that talks oh, about that. Should we want to talk about that?
3: Uh It's up to you. Okay. Maybe later. Yeah, we can talk. <laughs> well, there's gonna be some sexy times yeah. and a current oh. title coming up. Yes. Hold on to your <laughs> panties, ladies. <laughs> but bouncing off of that, the idea of arranged marriages and you join the alpha and then you would take the old alpha's partner mm-hmm. is more believable, I think, in a paranormal situation, not because it's not contemporary, but because in the paranormal they are so connected to their history and their past and some of them are immortals so they were around when that happened and so it doesn't it's not hard to believe that they would be more old-fashioned or more or like just the value and s- systems would mm-hmm. be different
1: well and there's also a little bit of that kind of aristocracy feel yes, yes, like yes especially with like the winter witches yeah, the caste system um, like just, where there's, there's a place, still like this yeah. These are higher level. Well, you are a winter witch. If you look at yeah.
0: Melissina's family, they were well respected until her mother, yeah. you know, behaved badly. And now they felt they went tumbling down out of right. the caste system and there was no getting out of it. Like she had a definite threat of bitterness
1: mm-hmm. because
0: she's like, it doesn't matter what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm the, I'm the daughter of that woman. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I
3: like, I think it's easier to go throwback with paranormal because mm-hmm. especially like think about vampires. Like, yeah. if they were around 500 years ago when sensibilities were different, you know, it's easier to believe that. Prima nocte. Prima what?
1: Prima nocte.
0: Oh.
1: Right of first night. Right? Yeah, right oh, of first oh, oh, night.
3: But you think about like true blood vampires living in a nightclub and being all like, you know, contemporary and, and knowing the lingo versus like Lestat, mm-hmm. right. who's, who's still as old but like has not been able to let go of the old ways right so there you go
1: yeah and that does bring us to you know what i had kind of for lisa's book which was a little bit almost a similar coin but in a different way it's the societal societal pressure to appear a certain way and that's what melissina is facing and even jasper yes because instead of you know he had to throughout the book decide that instead of appearing to do right he had to actually do, do right. right and then, like that the witch society was telling both characters this is the way to behave the one and like the one path you have to follow and yes well then-
0: and with jasper jasper never jasper had that that luxury that he never was on the wrong side of things like he could say I'm doing the right thing and it didn't cost him anything it was very easy for him because he never put a foot out and he was always on the path of acceptance and that was acceptable and desirable whereas Melissina from the time her mother left she lived a path of oh there's that Melissina girl like so they Mm -hmm. have very different very different and she's like it doesn't matter what I do whether I do right or wrong you know, so it it was. I liked, it. and they, they, going back to what Corinne said about filling the holes, they filled each other's holes. Because, well, we,
3: I was just gonna say, like if you notice, like they're the two characters' problems are related but different, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same. Like when we do that, it's it's intentional because mm-hmm. it, I think for the reader. It's like oh, it's like don don not
2: when you mm-hmm. when well, you there's just it, an something... extra connection between. Yeah, the it's
0: very and... appealing to the, the, for the idea that you meet someone that recognizes whatever your whole and right. your challenge is mm-hmm. because they have one of their own that is similar and they mm-hmm. can relate and together you can help each other heal each other's problems, mm-hmm. right? Not fix each other, no. but just heal each other, sure, well, and understand each other.
1: And it also helps feed into the rapid love, you know, like the instantaneous yes, the instant, love because yeah. if there is this. You know, trauma connects, trauma connects or just Tra- just similarity that is deeper than, you know, just physical attraction or, you know, well, whatever. Yeah, and that's
3: like the empathy and the, and the compassion piece. Like, mm-hmm. And we don't have to put that all on the page for them, for us to believe that it's possible that it's <coughs> happening, mm-hmm. which I think makes it easier to do that kind of plotting in a shorter work. Solve some of those things.
0: Mm-hmm. So I will give a little plug for the book that like did this for us. It's called mm-hmm. Romancing the Beat by Gwen. Gwen Hayes. Gwen Hayes. It's this little tiny skinny book and she's loves 80. So all of her chapters starts with 80 songs mm-hmm. and she talks about how to go through and plot your book. So that you fill the holes and by the end, the, by the time you get to the end, the reader is completely satisfied. Wait, right. You give your characters holes. So each of them has a hole. Okay. And then you fill the hole so
3: that you can fill the hole. And then it's a little, <laughs> little <laughs> visual. Yeah, this is where we need we'll that sh- video, was a video. <laughs> <That's us. laughs> But it's true. I mean, it's like you, this is the goal, right? The goal is to get to that end place and you need broken people. And if you write. If you read romance, like you guys read romance all the time, Mm -hmm. like how many times can you have this broken person in the same scenario? So you have to find ways to get them to interplay. Right. And this is helping
0: us kind of keep it. well it's also worked for like it's a romance-based book but i've used it in everything Everything. i've written since yep
2: okay
3: well because characters are need to be broken to get right so it has it's yeah i do the same
2: there's got to be a reason to write them like yeah and to to build their character that's why you don't just have right but then to
3: to pick what makes them broken Mm -hmm. i think it's
2: always a fun thing to do
1: that's i just had an like amazing realization that the books i don't like have perfect character <laughs> and I instantly am like I you don't, don't know care about you know this why? Be- because how can we relate like yeah.
3: none
0: of us are perfect exactly but what's their journey
3: like where right. do they start and end if what they're not going to change like okay great like if they're not going to be different something has to change but mm-hmm. for romance mm-hmm. I think it's got to be their pe- the mm-hmm. people so,
0: yeah but even if they start off perfect you have to show that they are in fact
2: not perfect
0: right they need to realize and they must that fall not. on their yeah. face yeah. at least mm-hmm. once so that that can be part of their journey where they pick themselves back up
2: Right yeah we like to compare some of the characters that we read about as like Disney princesses so um, we'll be like yeah he's totally a Disney princess you right. know because they're broken in some way they're they have something right. is wrong with them and then, and then some of them be... are Gaston and they're perfect but right. the they think they're perfect <laughs> right in the and they way. think they mm-hmm. are right right so it doesn't yeah. ever it doesn't ever evolve and they don't ever grow right you know, but you know well, and all...
3: if I was oh,
0: sorry go ahead oh no but for all the two dimensional of Gaston the wonderful thing about Gaston is that everything has been easy for him and the minute he hears the word no or something think it's mm-hmm. hard you see the real person and so oh, yeah right. which i, I he's mean he's the true beast. he's the true beast mm-hmm. he's
3: the true beast right but like but no one doesn't like gaston but if i was going to write a romance <laughs> that had a perfect character that perfect character is going to meet somebody whose life is falling apart mm-hmm. and then they're going to meet in the middle like you can still do it yeah but you have to break them then you right to, like there has to be some kind of a change mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting you'll have to pay
0: attention now yeah. when you
3: read your, <laughs> when your read your characters i would like a full <laughs> report see, see which
0: one <laughs> i'm like
1: this is what i'm not liking and i I think I know why.
0: <laughs> so, do we want to talk about what's coming up for Lisa and Corinne? Because this is a big step for us. Since I'll forget if we don't talk about it now. Why is it a big step? Well, because we're going to be completely naughty. Oh, we're having
3: some sexy times as our own. Sexy So we times. have top secret romance pen names that are out doing their other things and our names are not doing, well, you do it sometimes in your books, but I haven't.
0: Mine, mine I have taken the... Um, your characters do it. Sometimes my characters, it's <laughs> like they've borrowed from my pen name mm. because if you read my vampire stuff, oh, yeah. that's open door. There's like no...
3: Yeah. Oh, no yeah. She's like, oh she's yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and, so, and Lisa clo- coaches me. So i am been writing like, my pen name is a little over a year old or coming up on a year old. And I remember the very, f- can I say the C word, the boys? Yeah. So the first time I the boys. The first time I wrote, I, I wrote the word, typed the word cock no <laughs> i was like
2: what c word because i love word. saying cunt like i oh said funny word i'm not afraid of
3: word, but <laughs> the word i like, find it just to be just too much well you we know have a, couple a of those. we
2: have a friend that's like that too
3: <laughs> and i i'm a recovering catholic and maybe that's what it's all about uh, but, yeah. like so i sat in my office and i'm writing my story and i wrote the word cock and i'm by myself in my house No, I'm sorry I had to get up, and I was like, oh, my God. And I stepped outside, <laughs> and I was like, okay, Lisa, I just did You like, just did it. And she's like, okay, relax. And then I thought that I was writing, like, turn on the red light district, and my book is going to debut, and everyone's going to fall down dead. And she's like, okay, vanilla sex. <laughs> <All> right, chill. <laughs> chill out. But so Lisa has – Kind of coached me into that, and on my whiteboard in my office, and she actually bought me something that has this on it. It's a, and she's like, "I want you to write this down somewhere where you can see it," and it says, Corinne writes whatever the fuck she wants." <laughs> I mean, because, but you, you know what though, because you needed expectation. that expectation. Well, you needed I did that. need it, and I'm, and it's true. Like I start my first series is not, is it's for kids. It's not young adult. It's, sure, it's coming of age. It's young adult thematic, but it's fantasy. And I go to school visits and I do stuff like that. And I don't want those kids going and finding the racy the stuff. Like sure. I, I would die, but. I don't care if my kids read it like I'm like they're not gonna be interested in that they won't look for the romance right. stuff so my what's my ha- nothing what, to but, do with my romance but my hang up <laughs> is all about like this expectation talking about like pushing back against expectations mm-hmm. and I'm like well I can do the hell I want Yeah. and now I'm starting to and you guys read that sex scene uh, like, yeah. like a truce. you, you like what was you
1: had to
2: go outside to get the get some cooler. yeah they
1: got, there was a shower scene I yeah, mean, I yeah
2: oh no I was just saying before this episode started that <laughs> Corinne rolled that blowjob scene for us <laughs> that was for us and I hope that you didn't take our uh, like when we spoke no. about it the first time no it had okay. nothing to do with how we did not ever like, no. like liked the book or not? It was, it was one of those. Great. It was
3: one of those things like the universe was talking to me because I keep talking about like how can I wrap yeah. it up without going bananas mm-hmm. and like shocking every like and, uh, who am I shocking like who, like okay you need to you need to tell the mo- the most
0: recent <laughs> one the review that you got. yeah
3: the so the sex scene and all the stuff that mm-hmm. I'm doing the happiness the this happy is wicked truth. The okay. truth there's a review on that which I found like it kind of made me like okay Corinne like get over yourself. This person said, and it was one of my ARC reviewers, which is – and I love the review. <laughs> if you're listening, ARC reviewer, I would let my grandchildren read this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I need to just get out of my own way. Because I just <laughs>
0: like, step it up a little. Kalina's, like, nodding like that. Hey, you need
3: to stop. Like, you yes. know, so,
0: but it's funny. Like, as we – so we are in um, a romance group with folks. Mm-hmm. And we – this is for our printing. contemporary, names. yeah. Contemporary well, romance. Well, and some Paranormal. It, we do some paranormal with them, too. And uh, we have a an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I'm fairly liberal because I read a wide range of heat, like when I read.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but writing has been a lot more challenging. And I remember the first time I was writing Ass Play. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gone there yet.
3: Yes, you
2: have. Oh. Oh, she's getting so Just shy. Just the tip. <laughs> It, 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 yes. was, it was just a tip but yes but it it
0: i had to call her and be like oh my god does this sound stupid because when and i'm I was, like i don't know i don't have i haven't
3: read any of this I, like you're it sounds good but like
0: will the readers so there like had it. to be a consultation as we moved into a little bit of ass play
3: well and that's that brings me up to another story that we were talking about earlier like when i was because i've read romance but i've never written romance right sure. so i'm a year in and i'm with some people that have been doing it forever who have absolutely no qualms about writing all the things like you know throw the clothes off mm-hmm. and we're banging in the office and that's the way it's gonna be and we were chatting about it with toys it, with toys like oh, oh my god like i was yeah. like oh my god it opened <laughs> up a whole it opened up an entire new side of social media for me because i was like <laughs> oh my god this person's posting about the butt plug that oh, they're gonna be yeah. trying tonight i was like and I'm not scandalized. I'm not prude, sure. but I was like, ooh, like this is on. This is out in the world. Like, it's a uh, different time. Different times. Yeah. Babies like take off your pearls. But <laughs> we were chatting in the group, and one of the authors who always writes with her heroine always hooks up with twins, and, <laughs> and her readers love it. And she's got this whole big following. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. And and, and, and you know they all love the DP. And I'm like, ooh, is that is that deep penetration? <laughs> and I'm all putting up gifs like that's deep in the. And they're like, oh honey, <laughs> no no no. Aww. And I was like, what? Is it? like
1: i didn't know it i know it's so sweet so wait, i have
0: to i have to continue on because that's probably one of the funniest chats we've ever been in like i literally had to get up and pee because it was laughing so hard oh my god so we're talking about it and we're talking about how do you write it realistically and like how do you do all the things and the same author who t- mm-hmm. typically writes mfm which is double penetration just for those of you who <laughs> did not know didn't <laughs> Don't go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Or go to Urban Dictionary. Right. Um, <laughs>
0: you were and she was like, so in real life, it's – you're eyeballing the dudes and going, which one of you is smaller? So <laughs> you can go on the – so it, it just went on like that. Oh, yeah. So I have to tell you in this um, – we were discussing earlier – I'm shifting a little bit uh, sure, right. that we were reading reverse harem mm-hmm. and in reverse harem you know it's like multiple men mm-hmm. uh, and generally the men focus only on the woman there is some reverse harem where it's like there's some male male action too but generally they tend to focus on the woman and i i nearly like it totally dropped me out of the scene this was in um the sadie Mall series where the guy like when they got to the point where it was more than one man with the main character they had a dude that did the i read slower so i'm not there yet the relaxation (laughs) of the mind so that all the muscles below the waistline he used magic to soften up the back door what yes and she was like corinne you'll never guess this is fantastic it was brilliant it was i was i was so impressed i'm like there was no lube there was no fussing there was no worrying it was like you know i felt this this sense this warm sensation as he went into my mind and i felt all of my muscles relax and i was like Holy damn shippo, that was fucking genius damn. <laughs> exactly
2: see and that's the other thing about like writing a sex scene as an author there's that extra element that you have to think outside the box just has it already been written or thought like who is thought I... of putting in magic to loosen up your asshole you right. know what i mean like it's right. <laughs> it's so different <laughs> now i wish magic was real <laughs> magic is real it is real so much <laughs>
3: That's funny, but going back to the the thing that we're doing in the future. Like, oh, the, wait, you totally just so, sh- fell off. Yeah. So we have a series coming up where we were talking about the throwback to the to the old fashioned mm-hmm. ways. We're going to be doing um, there's a there's a, a cult situation. Like I don't want to give away all the plot, right? But they're in an arranged marriage situation, and they're not having it. So they mm-hmm. escape, and then they're getting chased. And the whole series is going to be them looking because they hadn't they lived in a cult situation mm-hmm. they never met their fated mate Oh. And dad's like, well, you haven't met your fated mate, so now we're going to arrange the marriage to get the population of our creatures back. Uh, right. And they're like, oh, no. okay, <laughs> boomer, out <laughs> the door. <laughs> and they steal vehicles, and they're on the road, and they go in separate directions. And they're going to all the paranormal enclaves to meet their fated mate, but not because they want the romance, but once they're fated, they can't be married to, oh. off to somebody else. Yes, oh. they're trying to. They don't
0: realize
3: oh. that you can't resist your fated mate once you find
2: them. Oh, that's yeah. right. I can show you the covers, but we can't,
3: we can't talk about it on TV. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: No, No. <laughs> <Yeah>, we can't. <laughs> well, no, we can't give the whole thing away. Well, no, no. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, because it's not done yet. Once it's done, we'll talk all about it. Once it's done, you guys got to let us know so that we can. We will. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm
0: very. I'm actually very excited about this because this is the blending, I think, of Lisa and Corinne with their pen names. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, there'll be no overlap. No, no, there'll be no overlap. But I'm, the... so, I'm
2: petrified of coming out. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I don't hesitant. know why. <laughs> I don't know why. You shouldn't be. I just. I mean, I yeah. we we love your guys. You guys are here because we're like,
3: okay. you know,
2: like we're enjoying all of the I think that extra element of. I don't know. Maybe it's know. like
3: the whole Catholic thing. Like, what would the neighbors think?
2: I'll be, <laughs> uh, the only thing that stops. I'll be honest. The thing that stops me is if I out
0: myself she gets so yeah, I oh, okay. No way. I won't, I won't no out, way I won't, one of us is doing it. Yeah, about the other. That, yeah. because we work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also, I worry. <laughs> this is so clinical. I worry about the also bots on Amazon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, no, that's the technical,
0: that's the business reason why we're yes.
3: not out. But a lot but of what? people have think, also, yeah, also f- bought. So from a marketing point of view, you go to Amazon, and you go shopping for a Carino book. Uh-huh. A, Carin, a oh. Carino book. And then, and then they email you and say, hey, you looked at this, you might like this. Uh-huh. I don't want, and then it says oh, people who I bought this guess. also bought this. Okay. And you don't want paranormal fantasy and then having contemporary romance. Um, All kinds of awesome, beautiful manchests. Because what happens then is if it starts serving you, these contemporary books, when you look for these books and you don't click, mm-hmm. it, like, degrades the value of, like, oh. this is uh, not serving. Amazon,
2: can you break down that algorithm and get rid of it, please? Because that's not cool. <laughs> well, well, no, it's awesome
0: for what it does, but that's why people have names.
2: But names. Okay. Right. Okay. right. The other for, thing I think
3: it's one reason why people it I
0: it, so think it, it's the way their algorithms are, but it discounts the fact that people read different genres. Sure. Like, yeah. I love romance, but I read a lot more than romance. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. But when you
3: go looking for romance, it like it knows who you are and what yes. you're doing.
1: But like,
0: are you kidding? You look for someone on Amazon and it pops over to Facebook and says, hi there. How you doing? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they're Everything. watching. They're, it. All so, they're all connected. So, yeah.
3: So that's
0: a reason. Well, but even if
3: when both pen names are out, because that's definitely going to happen, because it's so hard to manage social media for TV sure. Names and when you're not connecting them. I still won't market them together. Like oh, I'm no. Still, oh, right. You know what I mean? Separate marketing. But, um, and I think that will save us from most of that overlap stuff. But, you know, that's the business reason. But the other reason is, is it's not like I'm anonymous because I'm hiding. It's like I just, I'm
4: you, not you know ready.
0: You've made, a lot of, you've made a lot of progress of in the
4: last year. <laughs> Thank you, with Lisa. Your
0: comfort, with your comfort <laughs> level with it. So, no, no, I'm not I'm not trying to be condescending. <laughs> no, um, I'm with you. I'm not feeling condescending. You know, upon. when we first started, when you first started doing this last, it was, it's been a almost year a year ago. now. It's been almost a year. Oh, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because it was for Christmas. Yep. So uh, when you first started writing this, it was really a challenge because people think, "Oh, f- you write a romance." Oh yeah. Romance really? like, is hard. Bitch, please come mm-hmm. write a sex scene mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that doesn't sound mm-hmm. completely stupid or misogynistic. Or evapid. I mean, like it. It takes a porn some Porn script.
2: You're right. Like yeah. Like no. nobody
0: wants a porn script. Well, okay, that's not true. There are fo-
2: folks that I want a porn script. I mean, I I like it. <laughs> so,
0: okay, I've explored. Like I've expo- read some of the various erotic, mm-hmm. yeah. not erotic, like, not erotic romance, but erotic. Categories. Mm-hmm. Boy, there's some interesting stuff. The oh, Who yeah. Cow business. The what? No. Oh wait,
2: what? We all just big <laughs> question mark <she> just... <laughs> over our head. <laughs>
3: oh
0: my, did you just say moo cow? No, who <laughs> cow. H U C O W.
3: H U C O what is that?
2: Who I know? Human
0: cow. Wow.
3: Like a minotaur?
0: No. No. A human cow?
3: Where are you
2: going? I mean like I thought like... of a minotaur. No. <laughs> I'm no, like,
0: having wait. sex with a woman who is lactating.
3: Oh, that's like fetish stuff.
0: Yeah, it's fetish. Like erotic, erotic <laughs> world like lands into fetish land. dare you call it a who cow? That's what it's I called. I've breastfed my for years. Med- <laughs> no, but if you go look on Amazon
2: and you put in who cow... There's a whole, like.
0: I have no idea. There's
2: all sorts. Of, I mean, people are into all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Hentai, tentacles.
2: Hentai, tentacle mm-hmm. porn.
0: And what is hentai? Hente-
3: is it hentai? Hentai. Hentai.
2: It's Japanese cartoon porn. Anime Japanese porn. Yeah, anime porn. Oh, like,
3: uh, what is it? Yahweh and. Yuri and is that korean
2: probably it's I don't, more like I don't anime know. anime is japanese okay yeah it's the japanese anime but those porn y- version. those
0: women when you wa- if you've seen it those women breast boobily everywhere oh, yeah. they go oh yeah <laughs> hey you would too well if i was like five foot two and had three foot boobs i would breast boobily also absolutely yeah well. <laughs> but yes the, there it is who cow look it up <laughs> it's a. i
2: Will never so be the same. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> um there's something that I'm interested in um that we sort of ties back into the theme of the arranged marriage but not really. So Melisena has a conversation with Zelda at one point and this is wicked love, love by Lisa. This is where Zelda was like, you shouldn't give him your all and stuff. Like You've she was given your maidenhead much- along yeah. with it. I
1: can't remember the line. It's like, your you've given, him-, head. You've given head. him your
0: something along with your maidenhead. Yeah. And yeah. she's yeah. screaming.
1: You're she's- giving her what? She thinks he's taking her magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's
0: giving her magic, magic. along with your maiden. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah.
2: And, and, thank you. I'm so
1: ashamed well, because, <laughs> because the curse turned
2: everything off. Right? Yes,
0: because with Melissina, like the she, the curse was not kind. Yeah.
2: yeah, and so and so like so Zelda was pretty much talking to her, trying to talk her out of not getting together with Jasper. Um, it's Jasper, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. I know, right? Like, wait, who's There's that? four characters. <laughs> but then they have this conversation, and Melissina says, "Well, I want to marry for love." even though that may not be guaranteed. And then Zelda says, love, what does that do other than make people take foolish steps? So as an ongoing thing between Kalina and I, <laughs> throughout our whole history in this podcast, we, we both go on our own soapboxes all the time. And mine is about love and falling in love and finding love and my belief in love. Like that's the my number one true rule. So is that something that you thought of when you were ready, or were sort of like, how do you feel? And I, you guys can tell me to step back, and I could take this out. No. But like, is that <laughs> is that like a behind the scenes thing? Is there is there a feeling you guys have towards that? Like right, about know, about what about love? love.
0: I am a true love. Like I believe that there is a true love. Um, the older I get, the more I realize that perhaps it's not the true love like you find when, you know, like you see when you're 20 and reading all the Regency. Like mm-hmm. love shifts and change. But I, I don't think you realize that until you get a little bit older. But with Zelda, Zelda's old. Like mm-hmm. her skull is old. She was there a thousand years ago. I can't remember how much, how old I made her. I made her yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you look at the time when Zelda was around, men were not kind. Right. It mm-hmm. was a very patriarchal, witches were burned. So I I decided that Zelda would have a much more caustic and negative view of hooking yourself with a, up with a man because for Zelda, part of what was this is just my thoughts on her backstory. Part of what made her powerful was that she didn't bring a man into her world. You okay. know, she was like She didn't fir- need
3: a man. And she didn't right. well she
0: didn't need well, she didn't need a man, but she didn't want one because he might steal her power. Right. You know, he might try to trap her. And so her attitudes about men and love, you know, you married for like making things easier on yourself. Love did not come into it. Right. Contracts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, I met my husband when I was 19. And when I saw him, I saw lights and I felt like somebody smacked me in the chest. Wow. And I believe that stuff like that happens. So I'm always writing like the deep, true and it has to be quick in some of these stories, but I totally sure. believe in it. Absolutely. Awesome. And I think it's because that's when I read, I want that. Like, I have the Hallmark Christmas movie app on my phone so I can go down the checklist and check yes. out all the Christmas. I want, I love the sappy, ridiculous love. I love it.
0: I married my husband four months after I met
2: him. I moved in with mine six months after, but we were. No, we went to eight years married. later. Nice. Yes. He, I think we were all sort of, well, not Sorry. <laughs> not not, right, like, not good. She's like, yeah. Name. You know. I mean, I knew too instantly, yeah. like my husband, we, we went out the first night of us together. We were friends before he took me to King Supers and pushed me around in a shopping Romantic. cart. And I was like, I'm going to marry this fucker. <laughs> and I
3: did. And I actually, when I first thought we worked together in Manhattan and I, uh, I, somebody said, oh, you need to talk to him. And he looked up and it was like. <laughs> and I tell the story and people are like, "You're right." And I'm like, "No, it was and he was really sick that day. He didn't he was green. He didn't look good." <laughs> and I was like, "He's probably an asshole and I want nothing to do with him." Oh. And what I didn't meet him until like sure. months later. But yeah. I had all these reasons I was wearing pencil skirts and like I had all these experience like excuses to go down to his floor mm-hmm. I've never been there in all the years that I worked there. But um yeah no it was a I had a physical response to just laying eyes on him and so I I don't know I feel like don't we all want like that warm fuzzy something something like the true Trim- love
2: sure not maybe not all of us but yeah I think I everybody think- does oh okay <laughs> oh, she just got the mom voice. simmer down over there <laughs> hey I, oh, was she's saying it I was saying that for she's Kalina it for
1: my benefit I'm a little more skeptical about the I whole know. love stuff you yeah. know I like
2: the
0: I like that's why I like paranormal romance because I feel like it's edgier mm-hmm. and there's like some more it's a little darker and then like no. I'm not like I was and See, I'm thinking I, and I go the other way I think that it's
3: easier to go to the old fashioned not dams in distress but like let me like here, consume you
1: here's a though because corinne in your book at the very end ivy's asking anton well you know trying to explain understand the faded mate and the, you know right everything. he says and love's and, gonna come yeah and, and she, she says, goes how do you know love, and he's like not yet but it's, it's coming deeper, and yeah. they'll come and she's so uh, that's you okay, know, that's an interesting like point, they, yeah. it's kind of acknowledging that all of this like faded mate doesn't necessarily mean instantaneous right. love that is something that can be deeper, but that love, like true love, love. between the two characters, comes over time and, did and you, knowledge. Did
0: That's you read, uh, was it Kim Lorraine? She had yes. the faded mates and like the chick. Oh, he turned her and she hates him? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I love I love that I, I love totally that like that. you know you're faded and we hate each other. I love enemies to lovers. That's one of my favorite. Well, they tropes. don't always hate each other. It goes away. Well, no, but it, like I like that you have the struggle of sh- they're like well, they can't mean, stand, stand each
3: other. First, I, mean, I think that it's like it's I don't know people we're people right, but I I think was writing so much insta love mm-hmm. that that was my little homage to the people who wanted something different. But faded maid isn't always faded maid. It's like, well, what do you mean we're faded? She's not paranormal in that way. He mm-hmm. is. He feels it. Yeah. She does too, but she doesn't feel it like he feels it. And he's trying to tell her, well, mm-hmm. hold on, baby. It's coming. You know, like,
0: <laughs> like... Sweet Christ, Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> so in
3: Immortal Oath. Okay, so let me tell you a story.
0: Okay, so remember, Harry's like English. Harry's
3: an English dude, and he's very old, and he hooks up with Penelope, right? Mm-hmm. And Who is not old. No, she's whatever. She's running away from her life. And he... <laughs> So when we have when we work through our plotting, we'll call each other on the phone as we established because mm-hmm. it has to be. And I read to her. And but when I when I read my stuff out loud, I talk very fast in my life, mm-hmm. so I force myself to read in an English accent. And so <laughs> I'm on the phone, and I didn't mean to do it, and I slipped into the accent, and I was reading it to her. And I at one it. point in time, and I could read it from the page. If I can't remember what I, I what it. page it is. But there's a point at which it's Harry at goes, end. She goes, and to the getting her brother." Sweet Christ, Penelope, <laughs> and it's become
0: this thing.
2: <laughs> sweet, sweet Christ, that's awesome. Now I'm gonna start saying that. So <laughs> sweet be Christ.
0: Great. It, well, just because she the way she said it, you know, because it was if so you look like, it, rah. well, I, I see. I also look. And this is just me. I don't know if you're as attached as I am. I love, like, I pick my. This is. She looks. She's dying here. I pick my covers, and I like Harry. Your cover picture for Harry. He is so big. Mm-hmm. So I have this picture uh-huh. of big dude who's fairly formal because he is kind of. Right, he's he has old, a formal old. vibe. Yeah. Um. He's old and he's English. And he's English. Yes. So he's old and he's English. And Penelope and so is polite, and he's very polite. And he Penelope is not. Penelope's like come on let's let's well she's got the wheels on her house right like yeah. she's,
3: she's got something else going on
0: <laughs> and he's just standing there and he's so big and I can hear the deep voice and she says it sweet
2: Christ and I'm just like oh my god
3: yeah, we had to pause the conversation because she had to recover it was, oh, that's and I didn't awesome. mean it it was just like I was so in character reading yes
2: no, that's when it's the best to capture that.
3: <laughs> so that one
2: has stayed. But now that- it
3: pops out like all like we'll be out somewhere with people and she'll go,
0: sweet Christ, Penelope!
3: And we're <laughs> howling and everyone's looking at us <laughs> like, what the hell is
0: wrong with you two? <laughs> Because it fits the moment. Yeah. Like Shelly if does. you know, if you read the the p- piece in the story, mm-hmm. and one of us bursts out with it, usually me, and it fits with whatever the hell is going on. it's, oh, yes. it's like whatever the hell is going on. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Queen and I will have moments all the time when we're amongst our friends, and they're just like, "What the fuck
1: are they doing again?" <laughs> Inside jokes are the best. They're the right. way best. Right. The she looked at me twice,
2: best. and now I know exactly what's going
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the island. <laughs> we so, all know.
2: I think it would be a good time to do our kiss and tell. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So to tie into the theme of the what the witch's book, what are these called? Wh- what is the Perse- First Coven. Perse- Coven. Coven. Yeah. Sorry. So Thea puts a spell on all of the witches that come to this ball, is that all the witches are just the ones that are hit by the in the ones the, in this ball? So, it could be all of them, but we just focused on them Yeah, we focused on the being yeah. that, that works. That works. <laughs> She's, She's not that people. <laughs> <though. laughs> um which is and at first she couldn't like they had to break it down and figure out what the spell was about, but they find out that it's a, and in order to get your magic back, you have to face your biggest fear. Mhm. So, we thought it would be fun to tie our kiss and tell with that theme. Oh, and it could be personally or professionally. Oh. Yeah, we thought maybe we were stepping over a little bit of a boundary there. There is but no boundary. Let's we're not. Awesome. So, you can express it personally, professionally, in any kind of matter. If you want, you can make something that we don't fucking know. We have no idea. So <laughs> we ask the questions, and it's now your problem. Right. <laughs> so, either one of you guys want to go first? What's your biggest fear? Mm hmm.
0: I have to think about this. Mm.
2: You know, so
3: I don't know. In my personal life, I feel like I've dealt with stuff. Like I've lost my mother. I lost my daughter. I've, you, you live through all these things. And I think that it puts me in a place where I don't fear a lot of that. I, I don't come to my life from a place of fear. I feel like I've lived through a lot. I'll live through whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to say like a, like my biggest worry, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if someone in my family got really sick. Like my kids or my husband, mm-hmm. like that would, I don't know how, I don't know how to carry that. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I think about, like when I think about gratitude and like, here I am, like this is not, this is a different podcast. This is, <laughs> this is the, the sunshine podcast. Um, I, I spend all my time thinking about gratitude and how grateful we are and because we are and I think Mm -hmm. that you can't get anywhere without that mindset Mm -hmm. and the thing that I'm most grateful for all the time is that everybody is here and whole and healthy and full stop like I don't care about the money I don't care about the mm-hmm. jobs, I don't care about being able to write. I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, the, the people that I need are here.
2: Wow, well, thank you. Sorry, that was really no, heavy. Do you, you want, want to edit that, you out, that out? out. Like, no, <laughs> no, we don't. No. Unless you want me to. I don't
3: want you to, but I don't want to bring the world down. No. So no. Well, no, we'll bring it
2: back up. We'll bring it back up. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but thank you oh, for sharing <laughs> that. It was beautiful. Yeah, like no, that, that is. That's meaningful. And that's, it's very important yeah. and true because – really, at the end of the day, those are the things that matter. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, well, and I,
3: I think that everybody has like a credo or like, you know, who mm-hmm. you are in the world. And that's, if you were to know me after any, I think any length of time, that's a, a huge tenant. Like some people, it's, they're really religious, so they have lots of faith. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's about gratitude and being very aware of the things, the gifts, there's gifts everywhere awesome in your life thank you
0: gee i feel nice. very shallow at this point <laughs> <laughs> you don't you know what that's why i mean i brought it put it down no, so we, <laughs> you
3: know, no let's, let's talk about pop tarts i love pop tarts that so have and no actually, frosting I was on going them to
0: say, no i was going to say for me my biggest fear is if my family was sick or hurt mm-hmm. and i couldn't help because part of what i am is a helper and a doer and uh let me help you fix that mm-hmm. like i have to squash that sometimes mm-hmm. because i'm perfectly happy to get right in there and help you fix it and that's not really always what is appropriate but if your family if your loved ones become ill Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor, right? No. I'm not right. able to wave the miracle wand. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't fix it. So that's very that's scary to but me. But do you
3: think about it? Like, so, like when people say, "Oh, your biggest fear," like, and I'm like, "Well, I don't really think about anything that I'm like." Is it something that's on your mind? No, that's not it? on my mind. Mm-hmm. That's
0: just like if I had to pick a biggest. Now we're picking a thing. That would be it. And I was trying to think: Is there a professional fear? And I don't feel like there's a professional fear because you know I've already had books that like flopped. I've already said dumb shit in public. I mean, no, professionally, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> if shit goes sideways. You stop what you're doing and you pivot you move on like that's mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah so business. i don't i don't have yeah. that fear i don't know like i i, I think the, like the longer you go through life you realize <laughs> that the things that we were afraid of when we were 20 like looking foolish or you know doing the wrong thing or whatever that goes away well and how fortunate we are that we have that perspective well no i i realize you're <laughs> gonna go back from, to the gratitude this is the
3: gratitude podcast place
0: of privilege i know this but it isn't necessarily
3: privilege because you don't have to have privilege to have gratitude i think that it's just how nice it is that you can look back and
0: be aware of what you I appreciate, really I appreciate the way that life that. is. Yeah. Definitely.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> so other than my biggest fear of like waking they, they up and not being. went
2: the other way we I thought like, they were going to oh, go. No. Oh, really? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you think we were what gonna you go? Think we're gonna do? Well, that's why can I can, can go there well, too. Well, no, that's okay. Uh, no, and I think this is beautiful, and I would love to keep it if it's okay with you. Yeah, right. I think. Sure. Um, two, three episodes ago, I was bawling on the episode because You're that kidding. story made me cry. Yeah. Oh. So it, it, it's fine. We're all full of emotions here. It's yeah. just, it's just. Just keep it. We do real. whatever we. We're our own bosses. We do what the fuck we want.
3: That's right. That's sure. right. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> she bought me. Yeah. She bought me a rude teacup. You ever heard of the rude teacups? Oh, oh my no. god, they're fine It's a rude. It's a beautiful like painted teacup. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you drink from it, when you sip it down, it oh, says, your pinky goes it up says, and I write whatever the fuck I want. That's beautiful. That's I
2: love it. it. I have to look at my
0: Instagram. That's <laughs> a picture of oh, it.
2: Okay. Well, no, Mine we
0: carpe diem, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so, what did you think we were gonna
2: say? No, we well, because we were trying to keep it an option of not maybe uh, of of changing the tone of making or having you guys share something personally that you didn't want to share. And we are grateful that you did. Thank you. I think oh. that was wonderful. No, I'm an open um, book. I am too. Um, there so are no you know, secrets. but they're also so Except we were. Pending. That's why we threw in professionally in, in case oh, you guys wanted that. Yeah, mm. which is
0: it's fine. We don't need so, to no, change it. I, can we? Good. Can we? I want to. I want to jump off of that. So professionally, I have found like. You know, I grew up in a very, uh, in a household where you did the right thing. Like, there was a way to do things, and that's how you did things. So, taking chances for me, like, that was something I had to learn how to do. Um, and now I stumble headfirst into them, although I do try to plan as I stumble. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about our profession, about being authors and writing the things that we do and writing all the genres that we do, is that you can take a chance. You can try something different. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it sucks, the readers will tell you. Like, we have an ARC team that is pretty, like,
3: yeah, I no. Right, but you could get the – so that's the value of the
0: arc team. Oh, yeah. Right? And I, mm-hmm. The arc team is fabulous. You get them to read it before you put it out to the world so that if you
3: do totally screw it up, you can fix it. And right. Make it right, like that's – So
0: the big – I will say the biggest – So grateful for my arc. I know, I know. Indeed. So the biggest screw-up that I have done – and I, I haven't done anything about the book, but they hated my main character. This is contemporary romance. Okay. And it's, since you guys read contemporary romance, you can tell me, like, if this is something that you feel also – they didn't feel that he had re- – like, he fucked up. He wasn't mm-hmm. redeemable. She should never have chosen him. Yeah, like, well, you know what? They were 18 when he, like, screwed up the first time. And I give a lot of leeway for 18 because, oh, you know, yeah. you don't know shit when you're 18. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> sorry. I know you guys got married early. but She's well, not 18. Don't. I'm not 18. But um <laughs> I mean, so he screwed up. And then like they get back together. It's like a second second chancey thing. They get back together and she says some things that trigger the things that caused the breakup in the first mm-hmm. place. So he has like a day or two of like, you know, brooding and moping and all that shit. And the readers were like, "She is awesome. She has it going on. She has all the shit together and he is a loser and he does not deserve her." That was like in like five reviews. I had one of those comments, ca- wow. one of those And I'm too. like, he was 18!
2: Mm-hmm. yeah you have to give some redemption time to some people and I'm not complaining about the reviewers so you know I just what's was funny? you know what's funny okay so I, had I thought similar, it made a redeemable I
3: had a similar uh, stumble I guess you'd call it with with a bad character that they didn't think was like that she should never I was busy taken, saying don't do it don't do it. <laughs> me not to do it I was like I'm doing it I'm doing it now I got slapped what the fuck I want right thank you <laughs> she told me I got whatever the fuck I want and then I got slap exactly. slapped by the okay readers. wait
0: wait Market. right to market.
3: no that was it was fine but what's funny about that is i did a, a like a you could sign up and get a second 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 epilogue to find out more from this story because oh, it was a shorty and, and i made the second epilogue her being like, everybody gave me so much shit for taking him back. And oh, <laughs> nice. And I
2: was like, there. And I felt so much better. That's my message to you. I love that. That's great. So. Well, yeah.
0: in my pen name stories, like all of the girls. So there's a whole herd of these little shorties. And they all, like all the girls know each other. So you read book one and you meet another girl in there. And then you know that like she's the book two girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see the guy. In some of the other stories, and everybody's like, you know, he was kind of a dick, but, you know, they're so great together, and he just loves her so much, right? <laughs> even though I didn't think he was a total dick, but... Yeah. Uh
1: doesn't matter what we think.
0: Right? <laughs> no, it does not matter. So that's my question for you guys. Do you, what is it that puts the character, you know, because this is great for us to know. I want to get back to their fears. Oh, oh, we can, we'll take a <laughs> no, line. No, so what is it for you guys where you're like, this character is not redeemable and she should dump his
2: ass?
3: Yeah, is there a line?
2: I think it depends on what the egregious situation was. I mean, there are um, some points in the stories that we've read where it's like, "Why is this even happening?" And other times, it's like, "So because it came out of left field, it felt didn't fit for the story."
0: Or was he
1: just? I have a harder time, like sometimes when we don't like a male character, it's usually when they're aggressively alpha. Yeah. Like I, we've had to stop reading some shifter books for this purpose, and I understand, you know, and everyone's going to have their own opinion on on shifter. Especially like wolf shifters where they're mm. really incorporating wolf behavior into right. humans. But at right. the end of the day, if these are still people. They may just turn into wolves. So maybe they and don't I have can, to and be. And I feel
3: that way. I'm like, I can't write alpha because I don't know alpha. It's so toxic to me. Yeah. It's yeah, so like,
0: I can't get there. We've I like had alphas a couple. that think they're alphas, but they're really yeah. not. <laughs> they're like a caramel on the inside.
1: So yeah. So if so they're too... If they're too domineering and don't take nose, then I just can't get over that character, and I don't, I don't want them to be happy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we've just, re- like mm. we've reviewed two. Previous books that we won't mention here because we do it intermittently. Everyone knows <laughs> they know exactly which they two know. books it is. Which ones Where we, had, we had, had a huge problem with that. We got to one rape scene in a, another book, but it wasn't this one. We liked. It was. We um It was different. We <laughs> didn't like the. It wasn't. <laughs> that was, sorry, that's sorry. not what I meant to say. That <laughs> it
1: wasn't meant to be a sex scene. It oh God! Wasn't right, right, right. scene. It was bad. Right, right, right. But that was still it wasn't, that.
2: the book we liked. It didn't break I'm the book. I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm that's not what I meant at all. Um, <laughs> Shit. That's okay. That's <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna edit that. But I'm you're not. Have to you, you, the rape, the rape <laughs> really, scene didn't break the book. It didn't, it didn't break the book for us. But there was uh, there's a lot of the other two books were a lot of underlying like they just there was, consent was no, consent. no there. So it was not in there that end. case. Are
3: you thinking as a reader that that's like? I can't believe the author would let a character do this or is it like author intrusion that you're sensing
2: that the author kind of
3: has this kind of mentality or like what is it about that that you I don't... I don't
2: really think maybe the author has that mentality. I think they're just trying to find content to write about and these books may have been a little bit older. I think, I you know, our times have changed. Right. We're right. They were, they out were both older Ope. books. Yeah. And so, I oh, mean, we're a lot stronger now as one voice, yeah. so right? So it's it? hard. It's... I don't think that it would be written more in our current... I mean, I
0: would. to see more agency in your yes. female main characters right. where yeah. like he, she can say no and he can say tough shit and she can say I'll knee you in the balls okay
1: I still yeah I liked seeing and we had a really good scene just it was in Kim, Kim Lorraine's was, book uh-huh. that we just reviewed last episode of consent where the character said no and it stopped Right, and like that's just that's a line that I have to have there if mm-hmm. if, if she says no that's that's no and so Ryan. I think in they were both over a decade or so old the books yeah. that we had issues with so romance think, has changed. It really it has. Really has changed. You, you know, I think it was like you just got away with that more. And, and there wasn't the consciousness, like the social consciousness without a consent scene and, right, and right. what that should look like. And so it's
2: cool to see consent everywhere. It is. Yeah, really you know, we is is get changing. super happy when that happens. Because we have a safe word for if we do get to a book and we're like, we can't finish this one. Then we have to change the ending of the previous one. And we have to work around it. And, you know, well, because we're...
3: I was gonna ask. So, do you th- do you opt to say, you know, what we're, we're not going to cover that book? Like, what do you do?
1: We had like after the second one, we were like, we can't do this again because we mm-hmm. we weren't kind to the books. <laughs> we tried, I, and we other I thing. couldn't be. Yeah. Um. And you know that is it's a situation. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to do So we've decided that going forward, if we encounter that again, that we're we not going to review it. We just won't review it. We'll change yeah. the, the the previous, previous episode term. to yeah say a different book. one. We don't you know. want
2: to give. Notice to it, but we also don't like bashing authors and their work.
1: Our tastes are not universal. Right. I'm right. sure there's people who probably read like only alpha werewolf books and love. Yeah, there the are. Really like intense, yeah. like break where the alphas have to like break each other. Right, you know that's what was happening in this particular book, where his alpha had to break her alpha in order to become a couple, and I just was like. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you make a really good point. I'm in a people like it. I'm yeah. in a, a romance reader group, and the rule in the group is no kink shaming. Yeah, right. So, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and I, so there are kinks that get discussed that are mm-hmm. not my kinks. But I find the discussions fascinating because it's really fantastic to read, you know, why people like something and mm-hmm. why people don't, even if it's something that I'm like, not my right, taste. Right. Right. Exactly. So having
3: something that's not your taste that you like, that you really like, you know, there have been books that I've like rage thrown across the room and you can't do that in an e-reader. No. no. Just <laughs> answer your phone. We just so you know. <laughs> this is my phone. I can't throw but it across I, But the it's room. like an acclaimed book. Like right. it's, mm-hmm. And it's because of the, in that case, the author chose something that was like super, Off limits to me As a plot device Sure And not because it meant Anything to the story And I was like But everyone's like Oh my
1: god It was the best thing ever Yeah I mean
2: Everybody's got really different When we Sometimes we read the reviews Before we Do our own review Mm -hmm. And you know And Sometimes it's just like, damn, that was a total miss, you know? Yes,
3: I, I do that too. Like, yeah. I'll listen to people talking about a lot of books and I'm like, oh, I didn't get that at all. Right? Like, is that read is mm-hmm. the same book? But, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we all go in with different things.
1: Well, and that's the beauty of the genre, I think, because it is fantasy so this may not be something that is in your everyday life that you're interested in but you really want to read and it makes you happy and so that's fine you know right Uh, well and that
3: goes back to what draws you to romance like why do you read romance and why not why is it not why is it contemporary versus paranormal like i think you know you just don't
0: know and i love the possibilities in paranormal that exist outside of just not just but like a contemporary romance like there's Mm -hmm. so many more things that are going on in a paranormal romance Mm -hmm. that's why i like that
2: yeah we like to take an extra step outside of reality i like that
1: double remove Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't feel so like two real people having sex it is a vampire and a person having sex (laughs) right right you know so to me that just yeah it's it's easier for me on that double we know when you have
0: paranormal when you have one of the partners is paranormal like i like to write and read where there's like a thing it goes on in sex like you know with the vampires they want to bite them right
3: um, oh I'm like, I can't wait to hear what you're gonna say I was like, no but like and I've read
0: wolf you know wolf like shifters um, if you've read Lisa Ledoux's the one true mate series Mm-mm. they're all shifters mm-hmm. um they all have like, they want to mark them and that's a mm-hmm. bitey kind of thing. Right. And, like they all have like some little extra thing that goes along with whatever species there is. Right. I um, like that. Yeah. I think about that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting.
3: I just like writing, fa- my, my first love as a writer is fantasy and magic and I like that you can mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm in a romance like yeah. it doesn't i don't choose a certain type of creature for any reason i i'm on it because demon i can kick. do it yeah i don't a, know what's I'm, happening I'm doing there a lot of witches but it's because it, i just i love the possibility
0: of yeah, yeah. Know, like, like if i could live in that kind of world mm-hmm. I would t- oh yeah i know totally oh, absolutely. absolutely see and i love demons because they're not all bad but you know what? I'm also a Draco Malfoy fan girl so. Yeah,
3: she wrote oh Draco Ginny ship fanfic. fanfic. fanfic.
2: Oh, a ship, a shifting fanfic. Not shifting, no, just shipping. shipping. Just like shipping. Oh. oh, so
0: I wrote Harry Potter fanfic uh-huh, and uh-huh. I wrote Draco Ginny ship fanfic. I couldn't even. And I I'm made sorry, what? Shipping relationship relationship oh. as a couple. <laughs> oh,
2: D <laughs> like mm-hmm. DP. No, d <laughs> No,
0: no. <laughs> No, that was actually the first sex scene I ever wrote. And I wrote on a site that was a, a PG-13. So my fans were like, okay, it's been like two years. It's time for them to bang. No, And I was like, we're a PG-13 site. We
2: can't so do it here.
0: I had to go to my live journal and uh, put like. Oh, uh, oh, back then. Yeah, it was like, that's how long ago it was. I had to put like four chapters. Let me update my GeoCities page. Yeah, it was not GeoCities. It was live journal. I had a GeoCities page. I did not. I was not smart not... enough to have a GeoCities no, page.
3: No kink shaming.
0: <laughs> um. But, no, I didn't have it together enough to have GeoCities. I had LiveJournal. <laughs> and I had to go put, like, four chapters on LiveJournal because there was a lot of damn sex. But mm-hmm, my they... the website that I was posting
2: on, it was not fan fiction. No, I'm so disappointed in allow. you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Draco and Ginny? It was hot. It was super I'm, hot. I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm sorry. I know. that. I think sounds... Kalina's feeling
0: I'm my vibe. Yeah, I no. I am with like you that on that, no, So, you know what? Not I, not no, I, yeah. I, I never used to be a Draco Ginny. And then
2: I read a Draco Hermione.
0: And I was like... Mm-mm. Yeah, but you know that Draco was, like, the second I, smartest
2: person in the class, right? I I read a Draco Hermione.
0: He deserves to be alone. <laughs> you know, he's not as bad as... I least. know.
2: None of, my
3: girls, none of my girls get to go with him. That's all there is. And part two
2: <laughs> of this episode is going to be about Harry Potter. Rumble <laughs> so, in the jungle.
0: No, so this is something that she's like, I just can't even believe you. But I am Draco Jenny, like, to death. Well, um, but you know what?
3: Going back to, like, the kernel of authorland and writing and reading. Like, the fact that we even, all four of us, have opinions about this. Like, <laughs> that's like, that's the power. of
2: like, bugs, fucking right? Right? like That's yeah. the goal, right? That's yeah. where you want to be. I would
0: like, if, I would love for somebody to show up on fan fiction with some of my shit. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I would like to write some of Lisa Manifold's work. That'd I'd be like awesome. Put, I'd, I'd like to see a Deadwood gonna... Sisters fanfic.
1: It's, indicative of how important these um characters become to the readers absolutely. and how like much they touch the lives of readers because you want to carry them on you you know yes like this is the canon of the story but right. i want so much for there to be more <laughs> that yeah, i can yeah. explore with them yeah, Absolutely, and that's why yeah people do the fanfic yeah and like, like keep them on
0: yeah we didn't get to your fears. Yeah, let's
2: backtrack. No, we're to tying that back thread. We're tying back to this. Well, we, we eventually
1: come back around. <laughs> like mine is considerably less poignant, but my biggest fear, and it is one that I continue to carry with me, is imposter syndrome, and that I'm always just faking oh. everything, and someday somebody is gonna be like faker mm. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not true and yeah. i'm just i live in that and it's hard and i try to like i've been in my jobs for so long that i know it's not i know i'm not i know what i'm doing you do but, you know there might, yeah, there's i think still i'm just gonna that...
0: say that that's something that we absolutely deal with on a daily basis and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are as an author like i have met some very famous very successful authors and i've said oh my god i'm like totally fangirling i love this and this and this and the author has said Oh my God, can I hug you? Because that's so fabulous. I just yeah. feel like an imposter all the time. So I think mm-hmm. regardless of where you sit. I think yeah. that mine is so
3: commonplace. Mm-hmm. I doesn't even register when you say, what is your fear? Like it is part of like every day. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's a serious insecurity. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone... Yeah. Deal something yeah. with that. you but know you're you know i don't but, but but it's not just do i know my shit like i know my shit but it's about a validation kind of a thing it's about yeah. acceptance okay. it's about being respected for doing what you do mm-hmm. and because there's there's a line between owning like yeah you know what i know what i'm doing mm-hmm. and losing humility and i think that you know especially as women mm-hmm. like we're conditioned to be you know sit down and shut up right oh excuse me you oh know, i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. yeah and i think that that yeah. plays into that mm-hmm. i think that the, the imposter, like we're not allowed to mm-hmm. be badasses no. out loud and mm-hmm. to
1: acknowledge it or like yeah. own it yeah. yeah we have an office of all women and we're working really? hard on not using the i'm sorry because yes. we all do it and we do it to each other I'm like yes i think i ran into a door the other day and my boss heard me apologize. <laughs> 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 because you know, you're, so, you're so conditioned you have to put a dollar in this one sorry jar <laughs> did you apologize to the door And i was like yeah ran into oh, it. that is <laughs> like, it so just, you funny just, it, it you out of your mouth and you yeah go, i'm sorry yep.
0: yeah i think that helps i think that helps too like it helps too when you you go back and you read your book and you're like oh that didn't suck that was actually pretty
3: good I don't, that's happens sometimes
1: no oh, wait <laughs> but- when, you,
0: when you read your book and you cry
3: oh that's I've done that.
1: actually for our podcast like i can't listen to them again I'm afraid that I'm not going to let go. So I don't listen to don't us. Don't you?
3: Really? I don't. And then you have to listen it's to it like over and over again. Over and over yes. and over.
1: <laughs> but then she also likes and listens to them. And stuff. And sometimes you make me listen when they come out. You're like, you have to listen to this I made one. you
2: listen to our review of their first yes. book. Because it was one of the <laughs> like, best fucking so episodes funny. that and we've I'm, ever done. I listened again. Yes. Like, that what was made, a good episode. What made that
3: one the best episode?
2: There was something about how when we spoke about it, there was so—it's always freeing. We could the, say whatever. Like we want. the
3: synergy between you two, or yeah, what?
2: yeah. Because sometimes we'll have obviously conflicting oh, opinions yeah. about the uh, the books that we read. But there was something about how we just kind of like went off of each other and it mm-hmm. flowed so much easier than, because sometimes it may episode. seem forced that we have to talk about a certain thing or I forget to say something right, or, or right. whatever, but th- it just freed so naturally for us. And it was fun. That's
1: nice. That yeah. was good. And I, I did listen to it and it was fun. Yeah. yeah I, I have a hard time listening to our I can appreciate again. that.
3: Like, so when we do, we, we do videos on Facebook with a group called Authors Unwritten and we do live videos on like, you know, mm-hmm. in the moment a lot. And I always play mine back because sometimes they jump and they do weird things because my signal does funky things sometimes. Sure. And if that happens, I'll just, if it's if you completely <laughs> lost the thread of the conversation I'll, I'll delete it and I'll record it again. And I hate watching my videos. I can't.
0: Just, so I'm uh, like, what who the <laughs> fuck are you and what the hell are you doing so I touching re- your hair <clears throat> over and over and over again? I didn't realize that I was a sniffer until I started watching this video. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's part of your theatrical piece, though.
3: It's <laughs> it's, it's
2: part of your... It own. goes to the
0: eyes and like the... But yes, I didn't realize that. And then I also realized that I fiddle with like one side of my hair.
3: We all do
2: that. <laughs> we all have our own idiosyncrasies. I clear my throat all the time. I always have it's to It's funny. You it. mentioned that earlier and I think yeah. you did it once this whole time. Really? Oh, I've been doing it. That's secretly on this slide. <laughs> oh, okay. I knew. I keep like my totally mouth here. My eyes are road. everywhere, but then I'm going like, <laughs> <laughs> So imposter syndrome, <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah, yeah
3: I can appreciate my, that. That's,
2: that's and that's you know weird.
3: what that's a shitty one. Yeah. Like
0: it's just heavy. Now, yeah, yeah. But what what validates you though? What makes you overcome the imposter syndrome?
1: My current boss is really good at it. Like she, that's a strength of hers is like seeing all the work in the office and who's doing it and what they're mm-hmm. doing and they're what they're bringing to the office. So she's really good at helping it because it really does. For me, it's external uh, validation. Validation, I need, yeah. I need someone to tell me I'm doing a good job.
3: But not just patting on your back and saying, no, good no. job. But like, I like how you did X, Y, Z, or really you mm-hmm. nailed this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like
1: I'm really seeing it. And when you know you are being seen like that, I think it's really helpful.
3: Yeah. And when, yeah, we do that. Like I'll, I'll go back and I'll read the five-star reviews. Just because right. when I'm having like this work yeah, sucks absolutely. and I should quit doing this now because you do I also yeah the external mm-hmm. validation because it's not it's not about like I don't want to say fame it's not about even recognition it's, it's about that people enjoy it's your about work. being acknowledged mm-hmm. like even if it's just between the two of you in the quiet moment when nobody else hears it's it's that truth in
2: that moment that mm-hmm. I think is
3: what I don't yeah. know. I don't know how to articulate. Then that. Then
2: you know that you're not fucking up. You're actually doing what you need to get done. And even if you just need somebody to tell you, if it's you're like doing value. something wrong, yeah, it's they value it's like, you. Yeah. It's in, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is kind
0: of like we will read things to each other. Like if I'm not sure about something or if she's not sure, we'll read it to each other. And if she, I hear from her, no, that's really good because we're friendly enough that I know she can say to me, no, that you need to change this. Oh, I said yeah, no, right. It's not going to work. And, and it's, like, oh. there's nothing personal. It's not Lisa, no. you suck as a writer. It's and I and it, well, that's about trust.
3: That's about finding
0: people who like I am as invested in your success as you are in mine so when she has something that's not going to work I'm like oh that's not going to work right and And I can But it was actually hard for me to start saying that to you because I don't like to be like constructive criticism is hard but now I know it's okay it's safe Mm -hmm. so it's from your boss too it's it's safe yeah Yeah. and that's
3: the value of that I think Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's true yeah and we have not forgotten that you have managed
2: instruction. <laughs> well, Say I, that well I, I think mine is it mirrors both yours you know I've got kids and uh, my family and stuff so I worry all the time that they're gonna we're at that age now where it's like you gotta worry about your parents and mm-hmm. you know and things like that and even if you have young kids and uh, whatever other family members you have so I think that's a big one professionally for me was I'm afraid that she'll leave me on this podcast that she's gonna be like get tired of and be like no nah, I don't want to do it anymore and like leave because this is been like highlight it's so fun and it's so great for us and we've known each other just so you know our history a little bit we've known each other for now 20 years 15 oh wow, oh, wow. wow. years we
1: met and in high school we met in
2: high school she 14, taught me how to swim old. like it's just we've known each other we've been through a for lot that. we've been a lot to- but we didn't really know quote unquote, that we can share these type of emotions and feelings, talk about our sexuality, talk about being women, and just being ourselves, like our true selves, openly in front of each other. So when Kalina was sharing her
1: audiobooks with me, she's like,
2: look, I've got some dirty books. And I was like, I'm fucking on it. (laughs) I am here for it. So Yeah, I
1: I shared my Audible account because I have an extensive problem with getting books <laughs> and my account you is need huge to on the Audible I'm the same way I've, been, oh, I've been with Audible since it started like in the 90s yeah, it, I have a it, huge library my
0: massive. library is long and distinguished <laughs> and this is where size matters yeah. I think I was
1: giving it to you for something specific I don't know but I logged her in and I was like just don't judge me for these books <laughs> because it was still in the days where you are like yeah. I will talk about any book I read except my romance books because right. they're still with stigma well, and that or goes back to
3: paperbacks versus right. series
0: and you can read anything you want in anonymity like no one's getting to see right. like yeah. haven't you guys seen that meme and it says what are you reading it's just you know stranger what are you reading me looks up from
2: tentacle hentai you know <laughs> with four women at a time and sweats <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think what's so empowering is that we're all of us all of us women are doing it at the same time so we're all able to stand up together with this big voice and say fuck you I'm gonna do it I'm gonna say it I don't care that you think that right. I, because I'm reading romance books or whatever else that you think we're doing wrong, which is everything else that we fucking do. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, so we're going to have this podcast where we talk about it. We're not the only ones. There are plenty of really good yeah. romance book podcasts, podcasts mm-hmm. out there. You know, but the uh, the, uh, the element for Colleen and I is that we're we're best friends. And so we can talk about it. And now, even outside the show, we could talk about it and it could be a big joke and whatever. But before that, we never hit those. I think the most intimate thing we might've known about each other was how many sexual partners
1: we had. But other than that, I think we did like never have I ever in high school or college at one point. And you get those silly, question answer things questions. but that's a long time ago and it hasn't it doesn't have the weight of no. like no. our conversations today there's no
2: depth to it no, that was also that was, you know drinking you know, games
1: in high you school you guys drinking <laughs> games in high well, school
2: i got okay. to watch <laughs> you <laughs> know so it's just yeah. it's so for me this is where i get to open up i don't have a problem sharing either though i think i'm I'm it's more likely book, to open. Yeah. I'm, I'm open book. I can share this with anybody. But I think it's um, it's great to have this opportunity to do that. And the show is great. It's a good relationship mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And we've been able to grow from it. And we're so much closer. And I think, not that we're terrible people, we're, I think we're better for it, too. Because Absolutely. there's a lot. Now I'm more confident. And I'm, I
3: was just about to say that, that, you that know? this relationship and, the, and, and this relationship that we have mm-hmm. and the conversations that we have. Because there's some dark times and that we get some low points for you. Yeah. Yeah, you're low. I'm high. I'm low. You're high. It is the cure for some of the imposter syndrome. I think that that's yeah. your your people, the ones when you find the ones that you know you can trust, and it's not just trust with your secrets. It's it's trust with
0: with you, with you, mm-hmm. it's with you. It's, it's absolutely a
3: security thing. You know, and you, it, there's you can't put a price on that. And I think that those are the things that you can't. It's so important. Like, I would die if you left. And it's not like I would die if you left me. It's, right. like <laughs> it's it's deeper than that. It's, yeah. It's, it's bigger than that. And it mm-hmm. goes back years for you guys. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, too, doing it over romance. Like, romance, you know, people are like, oh, romance. But right. Romance is. It goes all over the place. So $1.8 billion was the. Um, it's one point. I'm sorry. $1.2. No, $1.8. $1.2 billion was romance. romance. Romance Writers of America's assessment of the romance market, market. Yeah. no but this was 2019 this was June oh. of 2019 so the only thing that comes close to that is the mystery thriller that's
2: it really yes
0: romance habitually dominates the book market yeah. and ebooks it's,
2: yeah. oh it's it was
3: thriller and sci-fi combined it's bigger than yes
0: the, no in audiobooks sci-fi is bigger than right. romance romance is kind of ho-hummy but um, in print and ebooks mm-hmm. romance kicks ass
2: that's because that's the secret that you could take into the closet with you and right. read in in the dark and not show the book cover and stuff and well
3: and i think it's also those are the kinds of stories that are hopeful those are the kinds Mm -hmm. of stories that there is redemption and there are broken people that are you know and i think a lot of the romance is contemporary or real world as opposed to paranormal So you can kind of identify more Mm -hmm. readily with those characters than you can with the captain on the spaceship kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, although captains in the spaceship also, like Star Trek, I love Star Trek, Star Wars.
0: Firefly. You can totally Mm -hmm. resonate
3: with all the things that they're dealing with because people are people. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the the barrier is so much lower to connect with romance. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, they're human stories. at the end of the day like even with all of our paranormal love and stuff it's still the connection between two people two beings beings and that connection is a thread throughout humans. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has that we in have some form or another. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, when I first started writing, it was hard for me to write broken characters because I wanted all my characters to be perfect. Sure. Until yeah. I had readers go, what the fuck? <laughs> this is boring. <laughs> like get Mary Sue off the stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and now uh, pen name is writing a series that deals specifically with people who are broken? You yep. know, they have been broken in various ways, and readers love it. Like there, some of the reviews I have gotten, honest to God, like not just for my arc team, have made me cry. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, they have been it speaks so. To, it
2: speaks to them. Besides yeah. you writing about a werewolf, you wrote about me. That was me who wrote about. So mm-hmm. that's the yeah, that's where you know, I get and connected. and just like
0: I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. I mean, I, and those all all three of those stories, I cried at the end of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I mean, there's nothing better because you know that what? You're you right. Connected with somebody. they're hopeful
0: mm-hmm. and they're optimistic, and people are like, "Well, if this person who has so many challenges can find a way to navigate through that, mm-hmm. I can too."
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Cool.
2: All right. I so, think we're at Fun Fuck Fact. Time. Yeah. I think so Ooh. Fun, fun So fun traditionally fact. for our episodes for Fun Fuck Fact, we just what Kalina does because she does it much better than I do. <laughs> but she'll read a headline of an article and give a little bit of synopsis of it that we tie into the book. But for our guests, we like to give you guys the opportunity to pitch yourselves and tell us what you're gonna be working on in the future, what you've wanted to check out that you've done in the past. Anything you wanna say, any anything. So uh,
0: well November, I mean, uh, September through November was very challenging. I put out two novellas and four full-length novels between the two pen names. So I was a blur. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, my kids did get fed, I'm pretty sure. Like, nobody's (laughs) starving in my household. They're still there. (laughs) They're still there, and no one's, like, complaining. Um, So as Lisa, I write this series called – it's two series, actually, called The Deadwood Sisters, and the other series is called The Mostly Open Paranormal Investigative Agency. Nice. Um, They're both urban fantasy They both have a romantic theme because I cannot write without romance. Like (laughs) there has to be romance in all of my stories. But they're Doc Holliday's granddaughters and they're immortal witches that are cursed to be stuck in Deadwood. Deadwood. They can't so the Deadwood sisters, they're immortal. They are Doc Holliday's granddaughters. He is the house ghost. They also have a house demon. This is so (laughs) I know. I know. know. (laughs) So they have a house demon and a house chicken. I just need to put that out (laughs) there. Evil and Beevil are the demon and chicken pair. Uh, Um, But they can't leave Deadwood because if they leave Deadwood, they lose not only their witch powers, but they lose their immortality. Granny made a deal with a demon. Demons like she Welshed on it. Pay Damn up, it, Grandma. Um. Granny, Granny had Granny got some issues. <laughs> like you would think that being becoming pregnant by Doc Holiday and him just rolling would be the big issue. That was not the big <laughs> issue. <laughs> that was And he was. He finds out that that's not her big issue. He was <laughs> like, "What? That's not your big issue." <laughs> so I, I have both. I have two books out in each of those series, and the mostly open paranormal series. That woman is the niece of the women that you meet in the Deadwood. Sisters okay. series. I okay. liked her so much, she got her own series. Nice. Um, but both of them have book twos out, and so probably f- February ish. I don't know, because pen name has to write some, like, hotsy So I got some things. Yeah. Some thing- I'm, I'm in pen name land right now, so I yes. don't have Pen name land, yeah. So I'm saying, like, early first quarter 2020. Both. Uh, so the third one in the Deadwood Sisters is called Hell Fury, and the third one in Mostly Open is called Dark Fates.
3: But Hellborn and Hellfire are out, and, and Dark Pact and Dark, dark night, night are out. Are out. Okay. okay. And
0: yeah. then we will have our On the Run at some point.
3: That's in the 2020. Yes. So I will f- plug the uh, anthology. There's a, the Midnight Coven has an anthology coming up. It's a single book with, are there 15 of us, 14 there of us? There are 15 of us and it's called we tempted. counted we did I'm gonna and I'll, can I read the names of everybody absolutely of okay so it's tempted by Faye and by the time that this podcast goes up it'll be out for weeks on pre-order so it'll I'm, I got the green light to talk about awesome. this today yeah. great um, the tagline is give in it's only forever mm-hmm. about women meeting their Faye fated yes. mate. fated Faye um, we have Amelia Hutchins Mae Sage Kim Lorraine Knox and Myers Patricia D. Eddy Emily Goodwin S. Young, Andy M. Long, Diane Chick, Ariel Marie, Corinna Flynn, Marina Simcoe, Alice K. Wayne, and Lisa Manifold. And we're all writing, um, it's not shared world, it's shared theme. So okay. it's all Fae,
0: Tempted by Faye. It's about somebody getting taken back into the Fae realm. Okay, and I can already tell you um, that I have a series called The Fey Royals that is coming out.
3: Yes, that's what I thought you were going to mention. Oh Silly no! Goose. <laughs> oh, so The Fey Royals is
0: paranormal romance. Uh-huh. Um, it will be out. I'm not entirely sure. I'm still working with my cover designer, so soon, soon before the end of the year. Maybe the first one before the end of the year and the rest on pre order. But I think that my story is going to be in that world, in my Fay okay. Royals world.
1: And then that anthology's out in May? May. The
3: anthology comes out in May. Okay. And uh, we are
2: putting it on pre order like now. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to
1: okay. make a splash yes
2: great great we'd love to share that that. we'd love to share if there's any information or anything you guys want us to share just shoot it over to us okay okay we're happy to do that so thanks yeah
1: and where can people find you on social media
3: the easiest i'm Corinne flynn everywhere like and my name is C O R I N N E, everyone gives you two R's. But if you went to my website, it's and, and, and you know what it happens so often that I used to have an email address with the wrong spelling because it was getting kind of crazy. Oh okay. Well, but um, if you went to Corinnoflin.com, you'd mm-hmm. get
0: linked out to everywhere from there. All right. I am Lisa Manifold everywhere except on Instagram. I'm the big fab. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's because that Instagram predates my writing yeah. days, so it's that's a family cool. nickname. She is <laughs> the big fab. I am, you know I would give you the very quickie. I went to college and I went, somebody said, you know, how's college? And I was like, you know, in high school, I was so convinced of my own fabulousness and college is a whole nother world. (laughs) So everyone in my family called me fab after that. Nice. So the big fab is where it landed, but everywhere else I'm Lisa Manifold and it's
1: lisamanifold.com. Okay. Great. Yep. Next episode guys is going to be the Dragonlings Very Special Valentine by S.E. Smith.
2: Yay. Yeah, so thank you ladies so much for agreeing to come on the show i think it helped that you guys aren't far but we would have gone so far
0: (laughs) i would have driven 500 miles nice and i would have driven 500 more (laughs) (laughs)
2: nice thank you for having us yeah always fun to see you guys fantastic yeah so your 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 work is incredible and you guys are very empowering actually and so as inspiring writers i think this is well yeah this is great so well thank you
1: so much you gotta much. get
2: it out there you gotta write it yeah, yeah.
1: and it- uh this has been our 50th episode yay, yay! <laughs> uh yeah if you want to reach out we are Shh dirty books on all the platforms twitter instagram facebook and that is sh with three h's and also gmail <laughs>
2: I'm You're forgetting at this. At I know, like, I'm <laughs> waiting for <laughs> you to finish so I can start my
1: art. you can email us at <laughs> dirtybooks at gmail.com
2: yes and you can go to our website at dirtybooks.com and you can find us on any podcast platform and a quick shout out to Jim Townsend thank you for the music and we really hope you guys enjoyed this special episode that's, that's all. all right. we'll see you later bye. thank you bye, bye.
1: Yeah, you've been listening to reading Dirty Books with Galena and Salette. Be sure to tune in to the next episode with some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.